People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time, each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Woo! Welcome back. Uh, before we get started in this, you know this thing right here. I gotta say, welcome home to my main man. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Folks, <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful, beautiful, man. on the old. TonyBrunoShow.com Rental discretion is advised. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah! It's like family. It's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on them. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Welcome, children. You are looking live at a freshly poured, poured glass of Pinot Noir. Hang 10 Pinot Noir if you're scoring at home. What year was that, Luigi Cardo? 2007, Holmes. 2007. It's aged well, sort of like this podcast. <laughs> yes, it has. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Tony Bruno what? Show. What? My voice is back. Robin's back is back. Luigi's back, growing a beard. Yeah, man, it's playoff a beard. flyer shirt. Giving up on the 76ers and the NBA as we once knew it. We go away for two weeks. You see what happens? <laughs> Up is down, left is right. The whole world has changed. We're completely discombobulated. Yes, the whole world has changed. And, and when we're co- completely discombobulated, you know the world is all good. Welcome. We're back from Houston a week and a half later. And uh, still a lot of stuff going on. And we will cover it for you tonight. We have open phones. Let me give you the number so you can jump in here. 717-363-TONY. 717-363-8669. You can come on and talk about anything you want to talk about. We have breaking news on the Hollywood scene. Breaking movie Already? news tonight. 
I just told you about it a few minutes ago. Oh, well, ago. I thought you had some other stuff on top of that. We got other breaking news. We got a Vince Young update. Vince Young. <laughs> what is Remember this, 2006? Him? It's 2006 all over again. We're at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. When USC fans were pouring out of the fabulous facility, figuring their USC Trojans had just won another national championship, little did they realize that Vince Young single-handedly would then go on and win the game and shock the world and go on to be the third pick in the draft in 2006, go to the Tennessee Titans. And uh, now here we are, how many years later? 11 years later. 11 years later, man. 11 years later, Vince Young is 33 years old, about to turn 34 in May. And now after announcing his retirement, although he didn't say it was official back in 2014 after he played for his last team, Vince Young apparently wants back into the National Football League. And we saw Vince at the, at the Steve, at the Lee Steinberg Super Bowl party. And I'm saying, what's Vince Young doing here? And then I figured, well, he lives in Houston. He's from Houston, Texas. They were honoring Earl Campbell, a Houston oiler great. Right. So there were a lot of Houston people at Lee Steinberg's party because Earl Campbell was there. Vince Young was there. A lot of Houston people were there. I, I, you know who wasn't there? Me. I wasn't there. Exactly. If I was there, I would have got Earl Campbell on the program today because I'm cool with Earl Campbell's son. Really? Yes, sir. Earl Campbell physically, unfortunately, was not looking very good no. because he's had all kinds. I was talking to some people that I know in Houston. And I was saying, you know, Earl was wa- using a walker. Now, he's alive and he's lucid. The problem is because of all the problems he had, and uh, a good friend of mine was telling me that he was addicted to opioids like a lot sure, of athletes sure. who have to deal with debilitating pain, and Earl Campbell became one of those guys who was addicted to painkillers just to keep him physically feeling like he was still alive. And all the years of the abuse of opioids to try to feel better led to the degeneration of a lot of his bones. And when we watched the video of Earl Campbell running for the Houston Oilers, he was just unbelievable. I mean, he was one of the most incredible physical specimens to ever play the game. Watching him run, watching those thighs move around, watching him do those skull commercials on the beach back in the day. Skull, baby. Skull, brother. I'm Earl Campbell, (laughs) and I don't smoke. But I just put a pinch in between my cheek and gum. Remember? And then there was Walt Garrison of the Cowboys did those. Those skull commercials. Luigi used to dip, too. I never dip. I thought you always used to have like a little... No, uh, never dip, man. A little wintergreen thing in no, there. No, no, no. That's bubble. That was like bubble tape. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Bubblicious. Yeah, I never, I never dip, man. <laughs> because there's some guys who dip and put the full wad of the tobacco, which is absolutely right. the worst oh. thing you can do. But then the other guys who were cool used the little... Uh, what are those called? Little pouches. Right. Well, now there's that other one where they... I think it's like a heavy-duty mint or... Co- no, coffee. Have coffee? you heard that? Yes. Um, there's a company that makes, they look like little pouches of tobacco, but it's actually full of coffee, caffeine, so that you're still getting a little bit of a jolt, but it's supposed but to help it's people. But it's ruining you, rottening your teeth and your mouth much faster than drinking Correct. coffee. Correct, yes. yes. No, well, well, if you do tobacco, but this is just caffeine. No, if you do coffee grounds in your teeth. No, you know I have when to you look drink coffee, up. I'm sure the, the coffee grounds sitting up in your cheek and between your cheek and gums <laughs> not is not really doing a lot good. No. A lot of good for your for your teeth, your gums, and anything else. You know how people get coffee stains on their teeth when they drink a lot of coffee? Yeah, it's called grinds. Grinds? Yeah. Well, oh, that's original. It's called Was grinds. Was that an MTV show, The Grinds? Grinds coffee pouches. <laughs> in- <laughs> instead of dipping. Stop dipping. Use grinds coffee. I, I've been. I was reading. I've never about heard it. of this. Yeah, no, we. No, there was, it was like back in the on the end of the night show because are they pouches like Tim little Cates, skulls? Tim Cates used to put. Remember, he used to dip. 
Yeah, but he used tobacco, not coffee yeah, grounds. It was, was like, gross. And that's why I told him that because he was worried because one of his friends had a mouth cancer. And I said, yeah, you need to stop that crap. And I um, found out about this grind stuff. So so Tim Cates needed caffeine, not just tobacco? Well, he said that it was really hard because it's addictive, obviously. Of course, because tobacco's and, addictive. Sure, and coffee's he, addictive. And he needed it to kind of like give him that little zip. And so I found this stuff, grinds, that would allow him to get that little jolt without... Is he still I'm, using it? we got to get not. Tim on the show well, to we get a find grinds out. update. Or we got to get some women in here to do some bump and grind. Would love that. You know, ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> you want to see somebody dip? <laughs> dip all over this damn apartment. When you put your le- head, when you put your legs into that, what? You put your when you put your head up on my no. Would you put when you put your hip hands up, on, hands up, up on your hips. hips? When you dip, I dip. We dip. Let's get it straight. There you go. We might have to play some of that. I can get you a little dip. Give me a little bit of that since we're talking dips tonight. Not French dips. Love a French dip. Oh, we had a great French me, dip at Houston's in Houston. <sighs> Which uh, actually is not where it's from, but it was the oldest Houston's now. It's a great train re- chain. Now it's called, uh, who owns the company, Robin, when we were there? Oh. Something, uh, it's a company that owns like 50 chains of yeah. restaurants. They used to have a chain called Houston's. There still are some around. They used to be in Santa Monica, California. They have the greatest artichokes. They cut the artichokes off and then they put them on a grill and then you dip them with the smoky flavor, you know, and you bite the skin off. You know how you used to do it? Like yep. the Italians would do it. You boil it in, like, water and garlic and stuff. But at Houston's, they would put it on a grill, and then it would get a smoky wood flavor. And those things were the greatest. But their French dip sandwiches, they use prime rib. Hillstone. 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 That's right. Hillstone. But they have a lot of restaurants. R&D. Yes, the Hillstone's restaurant group. Right. And they have Houston's. They have. Uh, oh, how do you forget about Freak Nasty, man? I love Freak Nasty. Freak Nasty. That's why I started thinking about my when I put your hands up on my hips. I dip, you dip, we dip. This is so bad. Give me a crank okay. it up, look. So, hold on, Robin. Uh, crank this up a little bit, just a little, just a taste. Baby, them hips, baby. <laughs> so they just don't write songs like this anymore. Thank God. <laughs> God. Get that out of there before YouTube yells uh, at us. No, it's now, gone. It's gone. It's I want to thank everybody. Really, really quick, before I forget, I want to thank everybody that's tuning in on Facebook Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that has any questions, we Periscope is funky because we don't always see them, but um, we I am seeing them right now. So I see Miss You on KMBR. Tony. Um, that's a hashtag? Oh, no, 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 no. A, no, no, no. No, no, that's not a hashtag. But um, anybody that has <laughs> any questions, please feel free <laughs> to call in at area code 717-363-TONY. This sounds like a, an NPR uh, <clears throat> public TV. I turn on public TV, and I love public television, but I can't watch it anymore. Why? Every time I turn on, so I turn it on Sunday night before The Walking Dead, because I wasn't really watching the Grammys. I don't watch any award shows. Just don't why I don't like award shows. Even the ones I've been on, I don't watch. And so, so I'm consistent. you got to give me that. So I'm flipping around, and there's a show about trains. And I love trains. <laughs> okay. Okay, can I, I just... I love go Dr. Boy, what do you no, got? No, I love trains. Not, not the little kid who says, I love turtles. You, you love running train, or you just love trains? No, I love trains. <laughs> okay, I just... I guess uh, I, I could... I can, I can, issue I can see show. you being a choo-choo master, is what I'm saying. Well, so he, I have done he, it, but that's just in my previous lifetime. He does like the trains, yeah. But I love train, the group, the tra- I'm you know, Rick train. James, bitch. That's right. I love trains. I love train rides. <laughs> right, Robin and I go up. 
We used to ride Amtrak every week when we went to New York. Tell me this more, Lenny. So Tell, me more. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. What's wrong with Love and Trains? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with Love and Trains. There's just like such the double if, entendre. No, right it's now. not. Listen, if Love and Trains is wrong, I don't want to be right, Tony. So anyway, so ahead. there's a show about trains, all these great local railroads that are still operating. Like, you know, the Strasbourg Railroad, there's one up in the Canadian Yukon. That goes, okay. Yeah, it's like unbelievable train rides you can take as a regular person. So, to go back into history. You know, there's one in Reddit. There's one in Robin and I went up to the one in Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania. So these are the tourist kind of rides. So you go around for like three or four hours. You're just on the, the car. Yeah, some of them are even shorter. Some of them are like an hour ride. But you're riding on steam locomotives on tracks that have been around for over 100 years. No, thanks, man. No, it's a lot of fun. It's, they're a great ride. So I'm watching this on PBS, and all of a sudden they do a great train ride, and then boom, the two talking heads come on for 15 minutes to beg for $172 to get a ticket to a train ride and get the DVD. You know who else likes trains, Tony? Who? Sheldon Cooper on Big Bang Theory. Yeah, he loves trains. I don't he know. Loves, I never watched that show. He loves That show, trains. with all due respect, I know it's popular. Yeah, and again, you can watch it. Robin watches 50 it's, episodes a night. It's background noise to me at this point. You know, you know what it is? It's, 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 it's the most annoying show when you're not watching it. Because you then realize, if you're in another room and somebody's watching The Big Bang Theory, you realize that the audience is trained seals. The audience laughs at every. They, no, they laugh at every line, no matter how non-funny it is. They act like it is the funniest thing they've ever heard. Well, they must give these people some sort of medication and say, "Okay, here it is. I'm going to give you laughing gas, so that everything that's said by these dweebs on this show that's unfunny is laugh out loud craziness." And I, I tried to, to me too. I try to watch the show. There is absolutely nothing at all. It's funny, man. It's nerds, it's all right. man. It's nerds. Nerds are not funny. Nerds! 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 Anyway, you can watch all you want again. I don't tell people what to do. I just give my opinion on the show. I'm not, I'm not telling you not to watch. I mean, Miss Robin lives with me. She watches Big Bang Theory. I leave the room. She watches a lot of shows that I don't like. I go upstairs and put on History Channel. I put on Science Channel. Well, honestly, I'm watching that, How It's Made. That particular show made. is. She watched Why It's is Made. Like, <laughs> they should make a show Why It's Made. <laughs> why is this made? That, That's not a bad idea for a show. Yeah, why is it made? Why, is it? why, why made. do we need this? Speaking of Why It's Made, what do you got? Grab those watches behind you, Rob. Oh, I'm my God. Off the table. So this is. Badass, man. Yes, it is. Now, we're not trying to sell you anything. This no, is hell NPR. No, no but, but they, they might be starting to maps produce these ones. Yes, if now, you we know. were telling you about the Joy Joy watches for okay. the last couple I mean, of months. Let me make sure that people can actually see what they're They're one of our this sponsors. Is awesome. And so, you know, we've been giving these away at Super Bowl, giving them away to listeners. We started giving them away at the, uh, the National Championship. Exactly, down yep. in Tampa. So then all of a sudden we realized, we told everybody this company can personalize because Dana White from UFC was digging it. He said, hey, can they personalize it? Sure. You know, because the UFC, imagine the UFC giving out swag. People want swag. We're selling swag. You got a logo on something, people buy it. Of course. So today in the mail, the UP, uh, I don't know whether it was UPS or one of the mail people come by. And they brought this package over. So here is the watch band of the, of, the, uh, of the watches that they sell, the great Joy Joy Watch Company. Mm-hmm. And they have all the different colors, and the band comes off, and you can change the bands. The bands are like 15 bucks a piece. So what they produced just for the Tony Bruno show, look, the band has Tony Bruno on it. Can you see that up close, Robin, on the, on the camera? I'm holding it up Yes, closer. it's a little bit too close. Okay, tell Can't me right focus. there. Yeah, right there. Right there. A little and bit then, closer. So it's got Tony Bruno on, on the edge end of the band, and then it has the Tony Bruno profile head thing on the side, and then it has the other Tony Bruno autograph on the other side. They only made a limited edition of these. They're they awesome. They are so cool. I can't wait. I, I mean, 
how cool is it to be able to say, I'm wearing a Tony Bruno watch? Yes. Well, who are you wearing tonight at, at the awards <laughs> on the red carpet with Ryan Seacrest? Who are you oh, wearing? It's good on you, though. <laughs> I'm wearing Tony Bruno Joy Joy tonight. Yeah. I'm wearing TB. Exactly. Not available at Nordstrom's or Kmart. <laughs> not, or yet, at least, yeah, yeah. not yet, at least. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it is so cool. <laughs> I think they'll be at Marshall soon. Goals, or, uh, baby, goals. Okay, wait. Coals, brother. So, Cole. so no, no, hell not with Coles. Hell no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Robin's going to mile it now? Yep. Well, there's no, actually, there's no watch inside yeah. of it yet. It's this just... one doesn't have the watch in it because I didn't have time, but you can see the, the, the black better than the, uh, so see how it's the Tony Bruno signature watch? Mm -hmm. I like the red, though, man. I like pink. them both. And and the thing that's cool, the reason why this doesn't have an insert is that you see this one has the insert on it and then I can pop this one out and put it in the black depending on what outfit I'm wearing. It would have been uh, it would have been perfect for for Valentine's Day yesterday, man, the red for those who, you know, partook. That's really pink. That's not pink. This is not pink. What's well, red, man? Red. That's not red. Yes it is. Tony, it's deep red, man. That this is not is, deep yes, red. Yes it that is. That is deep red. What are you talking it looks about? It's fuchsia to me. <laughs> This looks fuchsia to you. Is that brick? Is that what that is? Is it brick? More of a it's brick? It's beautiful, whatever it is. It is beautiful. So anyway, that's the latest uh, gizmo we have here, which not is great. Nice. Beautiful. Now, now I'm sure that if anybody wanted the Tony Bruno watches, uh, we kind of have an in. And we could, we could probably make that happen. It wow, 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 wow. And you get a Joy Joy watch. <laughs> and you get a Joy Joy watch. Robin, we have a we have some people that are holding here. Are we just really? going? Are we going blind? I mean, I know yeah. we're still opening the I know we're still ahead. opening the show up. Do you want to bring somebody yeah, on just live? Go blind because I'm eating we, the great. We, we had Miss Robin whipped together yeah, she, a great yeah, she dinner did. tonight. Yes, yeah, she did. You want you want to explain what just, it was, Robin? Or oh, I um Tony was he, he was going through the freezer and he goes, "What is this mystery meat?" And we found <laughs> what is this mystery meat? <laughs> and and uh, it turned out we had some turkey leftover that was in the freezer, and I was like, "Oh, I better this make is white that. meat." Now remember, we had an extra turkey. We had a second Thanksgiving thing. So we had a lot of white meat, the breast, the side of the breast, you know, and how great is that? I mean, any kind Tutti of breast meat. Is... <laughs> exactly. So, but... so um, I was like, okay, let me see. I can make a white chili with that. So I just whipped up some white chili. Some cannellini beans, some fresh turkey meat, onion, little uh, celery. Some cumin. Some stock, some cumin. Yeah, people are asking what, what makes chili white. And so it usually probably spends about two to three hours at Spencer's in the mall. Exactly. <laughs> That's usually what makes chili white. All right, let's, let's, just bring up our first, let's just bring up our first caller. I have no idea who this is. You're going blind, so just try not to curse. The Don't curse in the, in the first two let's seconds. Let's go to the phone. You know what we say? Let's go to... Hello. Who's there? You're live, whoever you are. Hey, uh, Tony. Yes. Who is this? How you doing, man? Good, good to see you back on. Good, my name's Matt. I'm calling from Northeast. Hey, Matt, what's up tonight, man? Loved, been enjoying you on a, back watching you on Periscope, and it's great to hear you again and all that. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate and, it. And you guys did a fantastic job in Houston, by the way, too. Thanks. We had a lot of fun. It's great but to see all the people. I just wanted to speak. A, so, Go ahead. I just want to speak a little to you about the about Sixers. It was what's really getting to me. This. Them first, not playing. Have you ever heard of a team not playing a player and sitting them home because of possible trade rumors? No, I mean, what first they're doing is a joke. Board. I mean, here's the thing with me. Everybody's down on Jerry Colangelo now and Jerry Colangelo's son. I've been down on this franchise for the last five years. Mm -hmm. Colangelo just happens to be the latest guy uh -huh. that's working for these this, this group, Joshua Harris and his boys, and they don't know what they're doing. Nobody in that place knows from the owner oh, down to the general manager. Brett Brown tries hard. He's doing a good job. 
You know, they started winning some games because he had patience. Now, all of a sudden, you know, now Ben Simmons, they're doing the same thing, and they've done this for years, even before Brett Brown, even before Colangelo. You remember, go back to the Andrew Bynum signing, right? Everybody thought it was a great signing at the time. You had yep. two championships. It was worth We held a press conference for him. Exactly. There was a party, a parade. So I met like a whole— a We whole... even had bowling night. Yeah, bowling, bowling night. I mean, night. who missed bowling night? So, and again, Andrew Bynum was hurt, and he never played. <laughs> he never played a game, and he got paid a lot of money to go play pool and hang out. And so I was down on the Sixers, not because they got screwed by by, because I want to see the Sixers win, contrary to what many people think. So then they go through the tanking process, you know, and then Sam Hinkie becomes this mysterious man down in the chambers of the the Wells Fargo Center, uh, tanking season after season, getting draft pick after draft pick, then giving up on those guys. Then he finally gets Joel Embiid. And that was a great move because he fell into their laps. He was hurt, but they were ready to, willing to take the risk. And it turned out to be good. But now we don't know if it's good because we don't know whether he's going to continue to get hurt or whether this is just, you know, an unfortunate incident. But now, then you draft Jaleel Okafor, another big man, third pick in the draft, right? And now you're, you're afraid to play him yep. because he has a good game. And then you try to trade him, but you try to convince people that there's five teams interested in him. And then you find out the facts that only one team, according to multiple mm. sources, the, the uh, Pelicans are the only team willing mm. to make a deal, but they're not going to give the Sixers what they want. So now the Sixers are screwed. So now they have to pull, they have to pull Okafor back yeah. after telling him not to take the plane ride to, 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 to Charlotte. Then they tell him, come back home. We may play you now. I mean, how idiot, how stupid. You want to talk yep. about a team... Team just just absolutely screwing the pooch as far as trying to get rid of a guy that everybody knows they want to get rid of, and they're afraid to play him in case he has a bad game. I mean, how kind of what kind of idiotic organization is this? Well, his values his values no it's it's not going to get any lower. I mean, he's, you're already the six is already forced to take no. at this point fifty cents on the dollar at best. You're not going to get full value for Okafor. The guy that they're Absolutely. trying to give him in in New Orleans, a guy I never even heard of, Antifa or something. I don't even know who this guy is. He's got a bad contract now. Nah, so you're going to trade another the third center. Pick? Yep, yeah, exactly what he yeah, is. He's another center. A, you're going to trade the third pick in the draft, a young player who may or may not be really good, and you thought he was good. People thought he should have been the number one pick in that draft. There was debate whether Okafor was the best player, and the Sixers got him at three at that point. Right. Now they can't give him away because the Bulls and all these other teams that were supposedly yep. interested supposedly don't have anything to give them. Well, the, six, the Sixers aren't they're – not, they're, they're not going to give anything to the Sixers because they know that the Sixers don't need him. They know they don't want him. He's, he's just wasting away on their bench. So you can go in and you can, you can steal him. Exactly. And you, you can't, you can't disc, uh, discount yeah. any other any GM for doing that because if you're – if no, you're I agree. That's if you're, my point is the Sixers the, are the ones who screwed The problem with up. Colangelo is, is that he needed to be creative. He needed to be the creative GM, and he needed to be the one pick up the phone and trying to steal from someone else. Like you call a Chicago, I'm just using this as, as for instance. You call a Chicago, or you call a, a a Phoenix who has a need for center and a big man, and you sit there and you and you go to them and you go, okay, I'll give you Julio Okafor, I'll give you that part, and you trade away some of these picks that haven't even been picked yet. That you don't even know who the hell they are yet, and you try to acquire, I don't know, a disgruntled Jimmy Butler, for instance, or you go and you try to steal away or pry away a, uh, a Brendan Knight or a Devin Booker. Maybe you shoot for the stars, you give them these picks. You have to get creative. That's the only way you're going to get value in return. Because if not, you're just going to give them away for nothing, and that's it. And would you would you be happy if they if they get a second? Uh, a late first round or a second round pick for Jaleel Okafor at this point? 
Because people love assets. All these Sam no, Hinkie guys love not. assets. I don't want a draft pick for a guy. You don't know whether the draft pick's going to be even as good as Jaleel Oka. Well, well, let me ask, let, let's ask Matt. Matt, what, now what do you what do, what do you what do you think in return? What, what would you like to see in return? Would you like to see another pick of someone who you know may or may not help this team out, or would you like to see them acquire a player who will be part of the growing process and the future of this franchise? That, and that was the exact point I was going to bring up is I, I don't want another pick. We tanked what, what is it? Four years now. Yep. And we hit and we hit one out of three players two maybe we need another player on this team exactly. to actually grow with. We don't need another draft because these drafts are weak. And the, and the biggest thing too, is that the biggest problem I have with Brian or Brian Colangelo is we got rid of Hinky because he wasn't transparent enough. He wasn't coming out and tell us when Brian Colangelo signed on, he said, oh, we'll be up front with you. We'll tell you everything. Mm-hmm. And now you can't find the guy, and they're putting Brett Brown out there on a on a stick waiting for him to fail. Yep. And, you know, once this team gets good, they're gonna they're just going to get rid of Brown anyway because the, the owner cares more about the Devils than he does the Sixers. You're right <laughs> about that, man. Yeah. And I've been saying that about – so, again, I don't just bash Sam Hinkie. I'm bashing – Colangelo, Brian Colangelo. No. I'm bashing Joshua Harris and his group of guys. The thing that bothers me the most is this team looked like it was making pride. They were fun to watch again, right? You're seeing guys play together. When they finally won that yep. game, the one where was the game where they hit where uh, where where were the what's his face hit the big buzzer and they're on the road. TJ McConnell. Yeah, TJ and Embiid had him shot. by the neck, right? Yeah, remember yeah. that game? Um, sure. And then all of a sudden, this team went on a tear, yeah, and they not, looked like yep. they were going to make a playoff run. And then somebody in the organization said, I know I know, uh, Embiid got hurt, but he played after he got hurt. On national TV, they wanted to make sure they were going to get him in well, the All-Star well, no, it wasn't game. Just, it wasn't that. Yes, it was. No, no, the city was upset no, it wasn't, with Joel Embiid going to a yeah. meaningless so, All-Star game. They, they were. They were. Every strapper on the radio, every damn media honk in this town, every radio talking head was on the same thing. Well, get me beat in the All Star NBA All Star. Tony, and all you couldn't look on Twitter without people being obsessed about getting this guy in the All Star game, which doesn't mean shit. Tony, who cares about the NBA All Star game? It is the worst joke of all of the NBA. It's even now lower than the Pro Bowl. The NBA All Star game has less credibility and less meaning than the Pro Bowl because at least in the Pro Bowl, as bad as it is. The Pro Bowl, but, there's actually guys who play defense and guys who play offense. Well, in the NBA and hockey, by the way, is defense. bad too. You transition. You don't. There's no defensive specialist yeah. and no op. You you have to go back and play defense, but they don't. Just like they don't in the NHL All Star Game. So right now, the best All Star Game is still Major League Baseball. It is the only sport that doesn't bastardize Absolutely. its rules. They don't tell Araldus Chapman, "Hey, buddy, don't throw 99 tonight or try to hit 100." Keep it down to like 88 so we can get some runs scored. That's what the NBA does. Don't go out there and play yeah. defense. We want to see 140 points. We want to see guys dunk so we can all jump up like the world has just cured cancer. That's how preposterous and how idiotic and- the NBA All-Star Weekend is. It is the biggest joke in the history of sports. And assholes in this city and every other city that has an NBA franchise act as if <laughs> if you don't make the NBA All-Star game, the world is going to come to an end as we know it. Who gives a crap? Who gives I hate a you. crap? And, and, the, and the also the other problem with the NBA All-Star game is now that they gave the players the votes and they made a mockery of the votes, you have someone like Joel Embiid, just strictly from NBA standpoint, you have a player like Joel Embiid who's building his brand on social media. He knows how to use it. Yeah. He's get, he, he, he can be the next face of the NBA and as far as centers go in Big Ben. Especially now that LeBron's focusing that. on Hollywood and, and taking and over it's, Hollywood. And it's, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, and and the other thing with the Sixers, it's it's like we and B comes in, he goes, oh, we're gonna we're winning, I want to win, we want to win, and then suddenly it clicks in someone's head, oh, we're winning too much, we exactly. might not get a good enough exactly. draft. Exactly. Who the hell are you gonna get at at fourteen anyway? Unless you got the one or two pick, you're not getting much anyway. Let's get another player, let's build this thing, and finally get in the playoffs. You just got to get in. Exactly. Right? Now that they got twenty one wins, everybody saying, wants them to oh, keep if you losing. Don't get in the eighth seed. Then exactly. you can't, then you can't do anything. If you're even if you if, if you get in, you get in. This is the first time in how many years that people have been excited about the Sixers. People are going out Wells Fargo Center. It's ruckus again for the Sixers. It's almost, oh! it's almost, and B can be that Allen Iverson esh player. Not not Allen Iverson talent wise, but that that excitement back in the arena and someone clicks oh we're not we're winning too much but let's raise the pr- ticket prices and let this guy sit who knows if he's even really hurt <laughs> at this point i don't know either and you're right when you lose the trust it's, it's, you don't trust the, the process anymore i don't trust anything this franchise i can't does. trust the process if you can't trust the people that are pulling the strings exactly that's hey, Matt, the good call man i appreciate calling I, you know exactly. i had to go off on the all-star game because right. it, it, Th- thank you so much thank you guys thanks, thanks Matt. thank you guys in, and i appreciate everything you do and keep up this keep up the good work Tony. thank you sir thank you I know I'm right. Both people who are having a, have a modicum of logic in their brains will agree with me on the NBA All-Star Game. I don't hate basketball. I don't watch the NHL All-Star Game because the NHL All-Star Game is the same thing. You know, you have defensemen. And hockey has guys who play forward and defense, and then they put a goaltender out there, and it's a shooting gallery. But the NBA All-Star Game, there is absolutely zero doubt that it is the worst of all the All-Star Games. It is a bastardized version of the sport that it supposedly represents. And as I mentioned, in the Pro Bowl, they're, they're guys who play defense. They're not just stopping there when the ball is snapped. They go after the quarterbacks. They, they change the rules because they don't want guys getting hurt. But it's not as bad as the NBA All-Star Game. The Pro Bowl now is more credible than the NBA All-Star Game. It is unwatchable dreck. The only thing you do with the NBA All-Star Game, you bet the over, and you go somewhere else and watch <laughs> something else. You said it. And forget it. Forget it. And forget it. It's like the Ron Ron Popeil. What's the what's the the, the rotisserie grill? Yeah, man. what's it called? No, it's got a name though, and I always forget the name. The Showtime rotisserie. The Showtime rotisserie grill. That's what the NBA All Star Game is. Just wait for the highlights. Count the dunks. The thing and is, then set call it, it and forget that's it. it set it. Did you see the little it. shoulder shake she did? She said, set it and forget <laughs> it. But the thing is, the thing is though, just the, just the, the piggyback on what Matt was saying real quick is that. The, the, and, and you were right, Tony, about the whole the the whole city and everyone was up in arms about getting Joel Embiid into the All Star game. Which anyone who knows anything knows that he should have been playing the game to begin with. The problem was the Sixers got him hurt by having to showcase him on national television. He should have never played. You're talking about when they say, "Oh, we didn't know he's hurt." They've been they've had this guy under a microscope since the day he was drafted. They know everything that's wrong with him if there is something wrong with him. They knew that he, he was hurt, but they wanted to play him anyway. Why? Because the Sixers were on national television. The problem that happened with Jaleel Okafor was when they. Drafted Okafor, they drafted Okafor because he was supposed to be insurance for Embiid in case he didn't work out. If they would have done this right, the process would have worked correctly. If they would have stayed the course, drafted Embiid, trusted in the fact that he was going to be better, still have taken Simmons. But when they, when Okafor was there, you took a Devin Booker or took Antenna Campo and drafted for need as opposed to you know insurance, and this process would be over. We would be done. The process is a failure. I'm sorry. At this moment, I won't even call it a failure. I'll call it. Incomplete. It just needs to end, is what it is. It, it that's, that's it. And you're right. They hit 21 games, and now they win a couple games here and there, but they were they were on a roll. Yeah, they were. They were. And listen, I, I, I believe Embiid is hurt to some extent. Yes. I'm not saying there's no way he would go out there and be a part of a fraud 
like this organization no, has been. For no, I do believe years. he's hurt. I, yeah, absolutely. He's I definitely hurt. He's hurt. And now he's going to the uh, New Orleans anyway. He's not going to play because if he played, it would be a to- because they everybody told and I've been saying it for weeks. If they hold him out and then he goes and plays in, oh, the, uh, it's over. in the futures game, the credibility the NBA should shut its doors absolutely and fail to and should be sued for fraud by every fan who's ever paid for a ticket. I don't think you're going to get anybody disagreeing with that. Seriously, I I, I don't. I just but think the that, obsession of people in this town to get this guy on the All Star. Well, it's game. just because the Sixers are what they are, and they just want to have their. I mean, that's just like that's so just what, cheerleading. The whole Tony, argument. that's just fans being fans no, and cheerleaders. It's not. No, no, it, it's it not. is. It's, that's just ludicrous. Be, it's people just being cheerleaders and saying, "I want my guy." It's in there. like now. But well, it's, you it's, know what the big story is? Look at the look, all four players that could replace Kevin Love in the All Star game. Who gives a shit? I I understand. Oh, four players. Let's have guys all cry. Let's have all these cities crying about. Oh, let my guy should go there. And then when a guy goes there and gets hurt, they'll be the first people to scream about why was he playing in a meaningless All Star game. Tony, it's a joke. I, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that. I'm just I'm just saying that you tell me who's you tell me the NBA All Star game is not the worst All Star game of all the sports. Uh, personally, I, I think the NHL win is that that's just me. The NBA All Star game. You hate hockey. I don't hate. I mean, look, I'm representing, bro. It's because somebody gave me? you a free shirt. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also that perfect blend. Is that ninety percent cotton, ten percent polyester? It's perfect blend. It fits good. It, I know it, we brought you back it, one. It contours from well. It's good, man. It's, it's good. I, man. I actually wait, wait, like the contours MBA. Contours well. Yeah, contours well. Contours well. I got your contour right here. Pal. It shows his curves. That's right. But I have breaking weather channel news now because everybody's obsessed. I don't want you to run out to the grocery store and buy milk, butter, eggs, and toilet paper tonight. But what according got? to the weather channel, seventeen seconds ago, so this is fresh out the kitchen. Winter storm Pluto. 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 We're up to the P's already? Jesus. Hashtag Pluto. Not from Disney World, where Luigi and I finally got to get together and hang out. Tropical winter storm. Not tropical. This is winter storm Pluto. Has already brought heavier snows to part of upstate New York and New England, and more is on the way. Yeah. So there it is. But we've been lucky here. We've dodged major bullets, From Pennsylvania down... The last couple of storms have hit north of us, up in New York and right. the New England yep. states, and all the way up. I mean, we to did Maine. get some snow here, but it was very little. I mean, we locked out. It was pretty ridiculous that the schools closed. Every, yeah, they, sto- they closed the schools. Tw- well, you know why? They have a certain number of days that they allow for, you know, snow days. And since they haven't had any, they figured out oh, what the hell. Let's do a day and give the teachers a day off and give the kids another day off. Right. But so, winter storm Pluto. Making making your move, sucker. Make <laughs> your move, as Bobby Bonilla said to a New York sports writer oh so many years ago. That is a great clip. The problem is so low you can't pull the clip. Make your move, sucker. Make your move, sucker. Make your move. <laughs> so there's my all-star uh, tirade for the night. And by the way, the trade deadline is next Thursday, February 23rd at 3 p.m. So let the mass speculation continue for another week it's at the point now where listen if you didn't deal them last week you might as well just hang on until draft night that's it i mean if you're gonna take there, no one's gonna take them you're gonna get you're gonna get ripped anyway you might as well just just sit back do a little homework yourself see if you can find a player somewhere that you can you know pry off of someone do your homework and, and maybe you can make this trade work out in your you know in your favor in the end because you're gonna take pennies on a dollar for okafor it's just that there's no ifs ands or buts yeah, about it was it. a waste of trip you're not gonna get top three you're not gonna give top three talent in return so, so do some homework. Try to find a team that, that makes sense where you can find a player or two in return and help this team out with players that have already been picked as opposed to taking players who haven't been picked yet and sitting there shooting what? Since it's we're shooting what? Maybe 25, maybe 30% on 
on these picks? I don't know. So I don't all know. I it's know not really that, what. All I know is that their starting point guard, who's been one of the heroes of this team, was they picked him up off the street. TJ McConnell, absolutely. And the, one of their other better players, Ilya Sobich. Ilya Sobich is great. In a trade. Yeah. So you don't have to keep getting ping pong balls and praying that some college kid's going to be the hit this time. The best part about it is the Sixers, the team that's on the floor. They're taking away Simmons. They're not letting him play. They're taking away Embiid, who's not playing. But guys like, you know, they're forcing the tank again is what they're doing. Yeah. But guys like TJ McConnell have they like... play hard. They, no, but they, the guys they, who go out there play they hard. Have, they, have, they have come up with their own coup. They're going against the organization. They're telling them, like, we're not going to be pushovers. We're, gonna, we're playing to and win. And occasionally they find a dog meat team like Charlotte, who has this dumb idiot, Batum, Nick Batum, guaranteeing wins, and then the Sixers go down there and, and slap them around like little girls. Exactly. We have some people here online that want to do uh, break into that. Danny Dow from uh, the Fantastic Cornhole. Uh, one of the greatest cornhole players. Hey, watch on watch the a cornhole. Board. Not only the great one of the greatest cornhole players, <laughs> but, but the greatest he, board builder. Oh my goodness, they are so fantastic. He's a craftsman. Um, he is a craftsman. <clears throat> he uh, said, "Great rant, Tony Bruno." Um, James Keola says maybe the All-Star NBA game should consist of every team's six-man candidates only. Um, somebody's asking where Corrado is. I don't he's know. A, he's I, in I, North Jersey. Oh, I, I put an APB out for yeah, him earlier. He's in North Jersey. I figured he's heard about uh, Tropical Storm or Winter Storm Pluto and was went intergalactic somewhere. He's in North Jersey. We won't be seeing him no more. No. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have no idea. Paul... Which, which exit? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting to see if, if, if Lee Steinberg's contacting him back. That's why I'm checking the phone. Tony. Paul... Yeah, we're trying to get Lee on the show, and obviously it was last minute because I saw his tweet that he had signed Vince Young to Lee Steinberg. You know, uh, Vince is only, he's only 33. I mean, 34. It's not... Yeah, but that's, yeah, but that's like a thousand in NFL back. years, Robin. Nah. You, know, he had the last yeah, time, you know when the last time Vince Young played a game in the National Football League? Uh-huh. Was for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2011. He lost to the Seattle Seahawks in the game in which he threw four interceptions. Remember that was the year the Eagles signed him after all the years he had in Tennessee. Dream team, baby. And then he said, "Yeah, we got the makings of a dream team." That's when the Eagles signed all these free agent <laughs> guys, Ronnie Brown, <laughs> Ronnie Brown, and uh, Namdi Asamoah, and all these guys. And then they, Vince Young came in as a backup quarterback. Said, "Hey, we got," and he played. I think he played in that in that year for the Eagles in 2011. I, th- I, I have I, the stats. Here. I believe he started like two games. I think no, he started three games. Started three games, so his last game was Seattle when he lost. The team lost thirty-one to fourteen. He was one and two as a starter with the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles, remember, were supposed to be a really good team, and they yeah. were four and eight. So that game that they lost to the Seahawks dropped him to four and eight, and that's when the roof fell in on uh, on on the Philadelphia Eagles, and of course Chip Kelly and the whole gang. That was the end of uh, Andy Reid, I believe. Wasn't that his last year? Um, pretty certain that it was. So anyway, Vince Young, who's going to be 34, as I mentioned to you earlier, and last played in 2011, once back in in the National Football League. Now, he's got a right to play of some, you know, there's, oh, a, there's, there's no quarterbacks out there. Hey, man, if they want to sign you, they, they, God bless, man. Now, I mentioned after, he, after the Eagles released him at the end of the 2011 season, he went to the Buffalo Bills training camp, was cut, never okay. made the team. He went to the Green Bay Packers <laughs> as a backup and didn't make the team and was okay. cut. And then he went to the Cleveland Browns in 2014, which was the last team. But he never played for the Bills, Green Bay, or Cleveland. Right. So his last actual NFL game was for the Philadelphia Eagles against the Seattle Seahawks. And when he lost that game and, um, and obviously did not have a good game with four interceptions, the Eagles benched him at that point, And that was the last game he would ever play up right. until now in the National Football League. But the guy had an unbelievable year. I remember being in the Rose Bowl when he beat USC. I remember sitting up there in the Rose Bowl, and all the USC fans were going crazy. They had the game won. They were leaving. 
They were leaving like the Atlanta Falcons fans in the Super Bowl <laughs> See a couple of weeks ago. That See game you. was in the bag, baby. And I they knew s- they had. That's to me is one of the greatest. We can't stop one guy games isn't you'll it, ever see. I, it's it's amazing. Isn't he it? was the only guy they had to stop USC's defense, and they couldn't stop him. I Whatever know. he wanted to do, he had like 400 yards total offense in this game. He had 200 yards passing and 200 and something yards rushing. Right. in that game, everybody knew. It was Vince Young, and he, they still couldn't stop it. Exactly. They still couldn't stop it. And so while everybody disses the guy, or a lot of people do, that was still one of the greatest college football championship performances you'll ever see by a guy that everybody knew. He was the only guy you needed to stop, and they couldn't do it. You know, the Patriots, they have a lot. Brady, obviously, in the Super Bowl, you knew you had to stop him, but you also knew you had to stop the rest of the team, too. You had to stop, you know, you had to stop Edelman from making an unbelievable catch an inch uh, from the ground. Tony, I mean... Um, you had to stop everything they were doing when they were down... 28 to 3. But Vince Young, all you had to do was stop him. That's it. One guy. You have 11 guys trying to stop one you guy. You had one job. One, <laughs> one job freaking job, him. man. <laughs> one guy. That's it. It's it, I mean, you have to kind of put I mean, it sounds kind of crazy to, to talk about this way, but you have to kind of put it on the same kind of level as like like Wilt scoring 100 points. Everybody knew it was one guy you had to stop and you still couldn't do it. He still dominated. And Vince Young took over that game by himself Absolutely. and sent everybody home crying. That so the question it. now is, uh, will Vince Young Will somebody say, hey, look around the league. Look at the draft. There's not a lot of quarterbacks that people are clamoring for who look like franchise guys. That doesn't mean they won't be. But it's not like last year, you know, where you had the top two guys as quarterbacks. Now you got a guy who may not go until the se- late in the first round, the first quarterback. Well, I don't know. I mean, they're talking about the kid from North Carolina going number two overall. Yeah, but I don't know about Do that. Do you pull the trigger on him, the guy from North Carolina? I don't know, man. See, if you're in that position, I mean, if he you're may turn saying, out to be I mean, if you're saying, Fran... You kind of have to. I mean, you don't even have a quarterback on the roster. You got Blaine Gabbert, you got Kaepernick, and that's it. Well, that's two quarterbacks on the roster. No, that's not even a half a quarterback on the <laughs> roster. You got to make some kind of move. I think. I think it's the kind of like you know as we're, we're talking about. It's the perfect storm for a guy like him to be drafted way above his draft his, his draft grade or where he should be drafted because of the fact that he is a quarterback and there's a team at the top which there always is who's in need of a quarterback. No, I agree. Maybe, maybe that's maybe what that's, it is, man. Maybe Lee Steinberg is his agent. I'm still is, checking is, on Lee. Is looking around and saying, hey, you know what? Vince Young, looked, <laughs> he looked in great shape to me. I'm sure he can, I'm sure, you know, 33 sounds old as a quarterback. But you look around, like, Tom Brady's 39, okay? Yeah, but. I'm not comparing I mean, him to Tom on, Brady. I mean, I'm not comparing. I'm just saying physically, at 33, if you keep yourself in shape, why, why wouldn't anybody give him a shot? People were saying the same thing about Michael Vick when he came out of prison. You know, why? Well, nobody's going to take a chance on him. You know, he's got to. And then when he came out, who took a chance on him? Jeffrey Lurie and the Philadelphia Eagles gave him the job. Well, and I think that there's also a different... I, I think that in the last 10 years, the types of uh, regimens that they have with hormone replacement and all sorts of things that, that really keep people in top form, they age... other. If you don't get hurt, age doesn't really necessarily have to mean anything anymore. Well, you got to remember, these, these guys are already physically gifted to start. Right. And they're not exactly working out at Planet Fitness. But I you think know, they have the best trainers and nutritionists right. in the world working unless, with them. Like before, age mattered, and it also had to do with the fact that they would get hurt. Nowadays, they have different ways of coping with with pain and with with uh, being hurt and injured. But he wasn't. He's have. not hurt. He's I not know, hurt. That's He's what I'm stunk. saying. That was I'm the just problem. saying that, it, that there are ways now where th- 33 means nothing anymore. Remember, yeah, in though, the NFL, the year, it's different, though. His Robin. last Before, year, though, in Houston, his last year in Tennessee, he yes. made the Pro Bowl. Yes, he, he was good as, as a young quarterback. The thing no, is, this, though, wasn't a, this was his fifth year in the league. Yeah, he had still a young quarterback. Yeah. 
But what I'm saying is, though, is that, a, a, okay, 33 may not be, it's not old. It's not It doesn't old. mean as here's old the, as it Here's the difference, though. But for a quarterback like Vince Young, who relies on, on, on his on athleticism more than anything else, and his legs and his capability and, and the ability to run, to run, once you start getting up there, you start losing a step, you lose it. That's I'm it. Ju- that's my point, Because he's never been an accurate quarterback. To. It doesn't have to mean as much as it used to. I think that age used to mean more, and now it doesn't, because there are different ways of dealing with things. But to well, you know, look, Just think of it. Look at the Houston Texans, his hometown team. Go ahead. They're, gonna, they're looking for a quarterback. I, got Brock, I mean, I don't know if they're going to completely give up on the guy. I mean, they no, just they paid him $100 million. They, no, they have to pay him, so they're not going to get rid of him. Correct. Why wouldn't you bring a Vince Young in as a potential backup? Well, I mean, because they have. if he has well, anything left have, in the tank. Well, remember, Tony, they already have Tom Savage down there, too. Yeah, but you know who who already replaced Brock Os- Osweiler during the season as a starter, and who was primed to start the the the, uh, the um the playoff game before he got hurt. Listen, I'm not Tom. I'm not uh, Vince Young's agent. I don't know what he has. Thank left, God. But I don't know what he had. But he hired Lee Steinberg, who's the best sports one of the best sports agents. Hey, of listen, all time. if anybody's gonna get him hired, it's gonna be Lee. And if anybody's you know if if, if he's gonna make an NFL roster, it's gonna be because he still does have something left in the tank. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Can convince Young automatically? I mean, overnight turn into a quarterback? Maybe. Who knows, man? Tony Romo's how old now? Thirty six. I don't know. Yeah, but he's probably like a thousand as far as like his bones are concerned. And, and something he's going to get a job. Oh, he's definitely going to get a job. Absolutely, he's going to get. And a I'm job. not saying he shouldn't. I'm not saying one guy should or one guy shouldn't. I'm just saying Tony you Romo's thirty six. He's thirty six. So if 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 Vince Young at thirty three who hasn't played in three years is old. Tony Romo, who had a year off and didn't take a beating, except in preseason, which led to Dak Prescott. Well, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're saying that, speaking about like you know not taking hits as far as like removed from NFL contact, then yeah, he's pretty freaking fresh because he hasn't taken a hit in like five Plus, years. He's very mobile, which which Tony Romo isn't. For and the most and part. if he hasn't lost a step, and if he can still move, maybe, maybe Tony, maybe it'll be interesting to see if he doesn't get any takers. He doesn't get any takers. I'm not. Sitting here saying he's guaranteed to get a job. I will I'm say saying, one with the lack of with a lack of quarterback talent in this league, and guys that just keep getting jobs. It's still wide open. The McNowns for and all these other guys that just keep getting jobs over and over again, right. bouncing from team to team. Well, it would be interesting to see, Look, and that's why I hope we get to talk to Lee because he's got his finger on the pulse of what these NFL teams are thinking. Is it is it is it a horrible thing if you're a team like um, just like you said, like Houston? who brings in Vince Young for absolutely nothing, for pennies on the dollar, for on the cheap, to push these guys because you know he's hungry and he's going to be playing for, you know, yeah. for his livelihood? Nah, it's not, it's not the worst thing in the world. So that's an interesting development, something that, that Absolutely. came about in the news today that's a, it's that a, you're not going to hear much about. It's a name you really don't even, you wouldn't even think twice about in the past five years. I'm, I, 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 you know, it's funny because I just saw him. That's what's weird. You know, I hadn't seen Vince Young in a long time. And then I see him Nobody in Houston has. at the Lee Steinberg party. And then I said, well, he's from Houston, and obviously we're Campbell, and I put all the Houston connections. Because you always try to find a story, you know, because that's the inner former journalist in me. You know, what's going oh, on you mean here? actually look for a story? Yes, like <laughs> okay. I used to do. <laughs> right. But now there's no journalism. You know, now some guy on the street with a camera could be a journalist. You don't even have to go to grade school. You don't even have to have a GED to be a journalist now. You got a camera, you're somewhere, you see news. You're a journalist. You got a house on fire, you take a video <laughs> of it, you send it to the local TV station. You're a, you're a TV cameraman. Right. You're a journalist. I don't know whether that's good or bad, but you know people have access to information everywhere now. Sure. So if you, people break stories everywhere. By being there at the right time. I didn't, I'm not saying I knew Vince Young was getting back in the NFL, but I just saw him at Lee Steinberg's party, and then boom, a week and a half later, you know what happens? Vince Young gets signed by Lee Steinberg right? Uh, uh, during the Super Bowl party. Now, um, there are people that are talking about the fact that the, the video, video is frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, it is frozen? <clears throat> yes. The Do audio, I have to sing, let it go? Or let no, it apparently play? the audio is <laughs> just fine, let it go, so that's bro. honestly what we all we care about. We don't really <laughs> care. Make if, 
<laughs> I mean, it's great to have the video, but at least y'all can hear it. So what's frozen? Everything or just the no, Facebook? Just the, it's just the video. It's just the video. All is the video for streams. Well, the reason why is that we in this particular house, uh, we are having internet issues continuously. Thank you very much. It is an outrage. Comcast. It is an absolute outrage. And um, so our bandwidth. So being able to take phone calls and doing the video, as long as the darn uh, it's audio an is working. Yes, it is. Anyway, 717-363-TONY. That's but the number the to call work, right? The they do work. We have, we have someone on the line. Let's go That's back right. to the phones. Let's go back to the damn phones so I don't have to yell anymore. Well, let's t- well why don't you take us there, Tom? Right, let me get it right here. Come on, bro. Let's go to... What do we have? I don't know. Hello? Mystery caller, you're live. Enter and sign in, please. <laughs> Who's there? What up, yo? Oh, Jose with the pregnant pause. What up, Jose? What up? What up, Brunos? What up, Miss Robbins? What up, homeowner Joes? What up, Luigi? <laughs> you know, I thought it was a drop when I heard the first what up, because I never know anymore. No, me neither. Did you hit the what up? I hit it. Did you hit it? Yeah. What up? I just hit it, too. There you go. There we go. By the way, speaking of hitting, do you think Joel Embiid hit that wag that was in the picture with him? Probably. Yeah, why not? Are you kidding me? You hit it and quit Smash that three ways a Thursday. Exactly right. I ain't saying she a gold digger. No. I'm just saying. I agree. She's hot, though. Well, yeah. I mean, you'd hit that and quit it, right? I don't know if I quit it. I'd probably hang around for a little well, while. I, what I mean eventually, I don't mean after the first day. Best of 401k and that shit. You don't Damn me. right. What What up, Jose? Not for much, yo. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know what we say what up to while we're talking to? What do we say? What up, Clearwater, Florida? We got Major League. Baseball. Uh, well, we got guys stretching and throwing tall, long tossing yeah, exactly. in Florida. We got guys tossing salads in Florida. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does it excite you? Well, I, got I love you. Know how, how desperate we are here? We get excited when the, when the equipment truck yes. gets loaded up and, goes, and takes a drive down to Florida. How many bags of sunflower seeds on that truck? I don't know. Did you know how many bags of sunflower seeds they had on there, Jose? Probably about a million worth. A million exactly right, man. Seeds. I can't find my ba- I had my baseball music loaded, and I, I probably didn't put it in there yet because I, I got all the NFL, I got all the NBA, I got college basketball, you got the- I got the NHL music. Oh, wait a minute. What do you got? Hey, there you go. All right, there, there, you go. Go. there you go, Tom. What do we have, Jose? MLB on Fox. MLB on Fox baseball action, yo. Speaking of, we're going to talk about how you uh, you and Joe Buck were talking no, no, earlier. This talking. is Joe Buck, yo. Exactly. Joe right. Buck, yo. Harold Reynolds and Tom Verducci, yo. No, Harold Reynolds is no longer with the Fox organization. I think he's at the MLB network. Oh, Tom Verducci and... um. I think my the boy uh, wasn't Ryan wasn't Ron Darling working with him now or is he still at MLB? I can't he keep track of all these people. Nah, it's too many people. Too many moving parts, Tony. I know. I love Ron Darling, by the way. Good friend of the program. We got to get him on this. Oh, he's season. a darling, you know. No, he's a great. He was a great pitcher too. You remember Ron Darling? I know who he was, Tony. All right, I'm just checking, man. Hawaiian, you know. Number Hawaii, four really? For, his, for the New York Mets, yo. Exactly right, man. Other than that, Ron Darling. Other than that, um, we got Freddie Galvis and Michael Saunders not going to the WBC Classic Tournament. Exactly right, Freddie Galvis. Michael Saunders said, and I quote, uh-huh. Go ahead. 
Give me the quote. Freddie Galvis is coming in with a groin injury, yo. Yes, he is. He's coming in already hurt. So basically, he said, we're two days in, and he's already limping around with a groin injury. Well, that's what happens when you go down there and you don't stretch. It's like what happened to Miss Robin the other day. She didn't get up and stretch, and she pulled a muscle. You know, baseball players, they have to – I'm not saying these guys don't work out. Obviously, these guys train all the time. But, you know, you go down to Florida, maybe a little chilly in the morning. You're coming from the Dominican or South America where it's really warm. And then you go to Clearwater where it's not, you know, 80 degrees in the morning when you're out there loosening up, and you pull a muscle. You pull a groin. Usually those guys pull their own groins until the the real (laughs) – the groupies arrive. Later on in and spring training. And then somebody training. else can pull it for them. Exactly Ba-dum-bum. right. That's exactly what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what they usually say I'll down there you, in spring training? Hey, where are the white women at? That's what they say in about a couple of weeks from now. No, it's, um, you know what they say in spring training? I'll use a major league reference. Go ahead. Drop down, give me 20 sit-ups, yo. Did they say that? I don't remember that. I only remember that in like military no. movies. He told he told Willie Mays, "Hey, he said drop down and give me twenty push-ups every time you hit the ball in the air. You're a leadoff hitter. You should be putting the ball on the ground and legging them out." Yep. God damn it, Jose! If you're gonna come and bring the noise, you got to bring the right stat. Come on, the right quote. It's well, an outrage. I watch Major League. It's an outrage. I like the part when they said when Lou Brown says, "Hey, Dorn, don't give me some of that Olay stuff, yo." Don't give me that Olay crap. Exactly. Dynamite yeah. drop-in money. Like broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest line ever. You know what they say about pitching? Just a tad outside. Exactly. We don't have our full repertoire of major league sound effects loaded today. Tried the corner and missed. <laughs> we got to start loading some base. I'll tell you what they're saying at that spring training right now. What? It's not that busy. <laughs> you know that it's for a fact. It's not that busy, man. It's not that busy. <laughs> I know one guy who probably had a blast during spring training. Losing- Oh, I hear you, baby. You know he had a blast exactly. down his spring. Right. Look at Robin well, looked over like, yeah. It yeah. hasn't started yet, man. Uh, listen, I'm I don't excited. think it ever ended for I'm Dutch. I'm excited for baseball. Uh, everybody's excited. Absolutely. It man. means that spring is coming. You know, the Summer's winter, coming. Winter. Well, no, let's get spring get here first. I, don't want, I, I want spring first. The Robins will be out. Chirp, exactly. chirp, chirping. They already are Winter's out there coming. and pooping on the car with the doves. We got a lot of doves in this town, in the neighborhood. Not just pigeons. There's a lot of pigeons in the city. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's a lot of doves. They get fat. They're like pigeons, but they're prettier. And they coo. <laughs> they got you ever coo. Do you ever hear they, a dove coo? Not a dove cry. <laughs> a dove is a pigeon with curves. That's what that is. That's what it is. It's a cleaner looking pigeon. Yeah, they sound like this. They sound crew, 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 crew. They're so cute. All right, we, we moved on the pigeon. Oh, by noises. the way, um, other yes. than that. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, yeah. um, other than that, we have, I know, I know one thing. I'm getting MLB baseball video game. You are? Which one? MLB the show? MLB the show, man. MLB the show, yo. Yo. It's one of the greatest games baseball ever invented. (laughs) I can play that. (laughs) (laughs) This guy goes right to the well. I love it. Knock home runs out of the park, yo. That's right, Jose. Do you have anything else to report on on baseball? Crosley Field. Crosley Field. Griffith Stadium. <laughs> what up, uh, Tiger Stadium? Exactly. Or, as they say back in the day, Briggs Stadium. Are you going to watch the NBA? You going to watch the NBA All Star Game, Jose? They don't play defense. That's why I don't watch the. All-Star I don't watch game. it. 
If I want to watch like guys make trick shots and dunk, I'll go watch the Dude Perfect dudes on YouTube. Yeah, man. I saw them. They're pretty awesome. Have you ever seen the Dude Perfect dudes, Jose? Uh-huh. Those guys are white, too. Yeah. Not that it matters, but white dudes can shoot. Sure, it matters. Of course it matters. Anytime you're talking about basketball, you get a chance to, to, to yeah, it does give a little uh, representation to, to the white folks. Exactly Damn right, Damn right, man. it matters. Exactly right. Oh, be- moving on. Um, Can we give the old station one of those because... You know my famous drop that we always play on this show? Yes. This one? No, not that one. The one I say, what up? Oh, the one when what you up? say... What up? What up? What up? That one? What yeah. up? <laughs> every, time that station, every time that station play that, I should get coined from that. Yeah, you, you should. should. You should. Every you get time. nothing from it, man. It's, it's ridiculous. I understand that they're using all of my drops all the time, and I don't get the residuals. Oh, they're not that. just using your drops. They're using your sayings. Well, that's, that's an homage, I think. No. Nah. But I still I should know. be compli- uh, compensated. We should, we, should, we should have like no. a class action lawsuit no. or something. We should. Jose and I should team up. <laughs> and then also they're stealing your We Got Hockey action, yo, too. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's why I... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm appalled, yo. I am. I think we should get so a, a lawyer. Like I saw these lawyers in Philadelphia who are willing to help uh, deportation victims for one dollar. We need to get That's some Philadelphia bad. lawyers who want to uh, do, well, I'll give them a dollar. We can't go pro bono, up. full pro bono. We'll go full Sonny Bono, Sheriff Bono. <laughs> uh, what was the daughter's Steve name? Steve Bono. Steve Bono, Bono or Bono. <laughs> Bono. Spell the same Cassidy way, pronounced bono. differently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Cassidy Bono. Cassidy Bono. No, no, that wasn't Cassidy. It was a Charity. Yeah. Chastity. Chastity. Chastity Bono. And now he's Chaz. Chastity. That's Chaz. what I said, Chastity. I call him Chaz. I say, yo, Chaz. Yo, Chaz. Yeah, just... What up, cuz? What up? What By up? the way, what up? Dean Chaz? says that Vegas has the Phillies winning a total of 74 right now. I, oh, took, yeah, now I, I, now I took a bath last year against Joe on the over-under. And yes, it came down, but, but, it le- but it came down to the stretch of the final week. 74? Yes. And I, I get a half? Do I get a hook? No, we're not giving you an. Uh, we don't. We, we, it's, the pitchers in. Let's wait. Let's marinate a couple of games. <laughs> let's wait till guys actually show up and start like oh, running man. the bases, not guys long tossing. I'm not making picks when guys are. We will make. Oh, by the way, our baseball uh, the breakdown first show. Training exhibition is against the first exhibition is against uh, the University of Tampa. Yeah. Right. Who they actually didn't they lose to them a couple of years ago? The Phillies. The Phillies actually lost an exhibition yeah. game to the University of Tampa college kids. I don't know if it was last year. I think they won last year. They lost like two years ago in spring it was training. A couple years ago. Yeah, a exactly. Years ago. I believe they will beat the University now of Tampa. Back. They are back in bed. This Phillies team is loaded. They are loaded. Well, uh, we we actually have to say goodbye to Jose. They got Howie Kendrick. Exactly right, man. They got oh, professional man. hitters now. Yeah, I'm sorry. We actually have to we have to cut Jose a little bit short because we're getting ready to go to break. We uh, no, we normally don't take too many breaks around here. We only take one, and we're up against that one break. All right. So. Anything else, Jose? Well, um, it's going to be great talking baseball soon. It's just we got spring training in the WBC Classic come, which, to be honest, is the last classic because they're doing away with it now. Exactly after right. This one. I know, Luigi, a big WBC so guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the w World Boxing I, Council. That's, that's definitely WBC, WBC IBF, champion, IBC. IBF, WBA, WBO. It's definitely not WNBA. You know all the organizations, right? You know all the organizations, WBC, WBA, WBO. The IBF, the IBF. IBF, yeah. IBF. The IRS. 
and uh, NCAA, no. all Other those organizations. That. The IBS. Yes. <laughs> Other than that. Other than that, I'll talk to you later, and I'll hit Joe's and Luigi's up on the Twitter spear. All right, man. There and he is, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give Jose a roaring round of applause. Probably, yo. That's like a... You got a different clap. You got a nice little clap. That's like an audience clap, like an auditorium clap. This is a fold. They don't stop. No, it's nice. Okay. They didn't stop until I hit the button. But as we like to say to Jose when he's finally done... Get out! Get out! <laughs> exactly. There's a new movie coming out called Get Out. Have you seen the previews for that? No. It looks weird. Which one? Oh, that's the one where they, they're out. in a weird town, and it looks very disturbing. Speaking, we went to the movie. I can't. We went to the movies together. I know. How great is that? We had a movie man? night. Great, Sunday we had a night. Movie night. Instead of going to the watching the Grammys, we went to the movies to see my favorite new, my favorite new franchise. Yes, as we like to call absolutely. it. Absolutely. John Wick Two, baby. That's right. John Wick Two, and one. <laughs> I've never laughed so much <laughs> at a movie where ever. people get blown away yes. with impunity. Uh, we were trying to keep track of how many people. One hundred and one. Luigi well, has Luigi says he counted 101. I want to know what it actually was. But does anybody know? We should do a trivia question because they've got to know. Somebody's got to know how many people Keanu Reeves' character, John Wick, Killed. kills in the movie. Yeah, he's re- I-, I counted. He's responsible for 101 deaths in the movie. Now, there is a website that Luigi checked. Luigi? What am, I, what am I, a character on 227 or something? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Luigi. Moving on up. Yeah, Wasn't that moving on up, Luigi? Luigi. <laughs> uh, Luigi checked. There's Jesus. a website on the, the most deaths in movies. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. There actually is. Hold, wait. So I they, just, somebody uh, figured it out? John yeah, Wick 1 a, and John Wick 2? There's actually a website that says the John Wick Kill Counter. Oh, here we go. Nice. Oh, okay, I love good, it. Good. Let's go to the John. Well, we'll take a break. <laughs> when we come back. Oh, we got te- That's how you tease it, right, Tony? We will have the John Wick 1 and John Wick 2 Kill Counter. It's like the countdown clock to, uh, you know, any, the NFL draft, the NBA draft. To New Year. To New Year. <laughs> to new year. Uh, the, 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 the doomsday clock, which has been added. Another second has been added to it. We love countdown clocks on the show. We love lists. We love countdown We've clocks. We've got the NBA trade deadline countdown going on a little over a week away. But we will tell you the body count. <laughs> That's what we all want. So you will hear some uh, lovely intermission music. Intermission music. Ish. Ish. Um, so don't go away. Ish, Come right Ish back. Smith, to, is he coming on? You, no, you, no, he's still firmly in Detroit. You oh, have okay. a chance. Unless you took us to the bathroom with you, you now have a chance to quickly go to the, go to the bathroom, get, get a out. drink. Get out! And we'll be right back. As we say, tutu, just abishada. Abishada. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Show starts in five minutes. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candies. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. We're happy to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice-cold drinks and many other pleasing treats. Our drinks, satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. Show starts in four minutes. 
starts in three minutes. It's refreshment time, folks. Taste that beats the others. Go, Pepsi pours it on. Taste that beats the others. Go, Pepsi pours it on. Show starts in two minutes. Starts in one show. Sometimes you gotta bleed to know that you're alive and have a soul. Yes, but it, it is the Tony Bruno mess. Where something always goes wrong, which makes it right, which is why you listen every single week. Now, you know, the NBA D-League, for all the dozens of people who go out and fill up the uh, tiny arenas to go watch NBA D-League, the developmental league, they are changing it. There will next year there will be what? no more D League. It's going to be the NBA G League, not OG. The G League. You know why it's going to be called the G League? I because I don't know. Because it will be sponsored by Gatorade. Ah, oh. the NBA 
Gatorade League. That makes sense. You like that? I like that. You like that? As uh, what's her face said in her porn like movie that. with the uh, Ray J. I like that. Yeah, you like that? That's Kim K, man. Kim, Kim Kardashian. K yeah, I still can't find that drop, and I can't find my video that's I like that. Stole. Oh God, it's like the that. worst, worst porn ever. It is the worst porn. Let's get some NBA theme music in here. I can do that. I got it right. <laughs> Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna battle. Is that no, what no, is? I'm gonna give you the dueling NBA. NBA. No, I gave you, I gave you, I gave you Car Blanche. It's your show. I'll give it to you. Okay. I got them all now. I got the original, and uh, you know, because we love the NBA on NBC John Tesh theme. How about that video, though? The yeah. video you showed me where Don, John Tesh actually he plays the the recording from his his answering machine, saying, uh, "John, uh, which call it? Whatever time it is." He's like, "This is an idea I had for the NBA theme music. Goes through something like this." Da 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 da, and then he plays it. Plays it back for himself, and then he strikes up the orchestra and plays yeah, the whole phenomenal. NBA. He rocks the whole house and I, we with the orchestra. Miss Robin and I were in that arena, that auditorium, which is actually on Catalina Island. Correct. It's the Wrigley. Uh, Was it, were, you, were you there for a wine well, no, mixer or anything? Like that? No, 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 we're no, just no. they do tours. So you so weren't we there go for Catalina any wine Island. mixer. No, no, no. It's the ballroom. It's, it's the, a ballroom. It's, it's Catalina, the Catalina Island, Island ballroom. It's Catalina wine mixer, yo. And it's a round building that you see in a lot of pictures of Catalina, and you can go in there on tours. There's a movie theater in there. But it's a big open space. There's a picture of Miss Robin and I standing right in the middle of it, face to face on one of the one of the uh, selfies we took when we went back there many years ago. We used to go to Catalina a lot with our buddies Johnny and Jackie on their boat. And it's a great ride out there because John Tesh did a concert in that building on Catalina Island, and they filmed it. And it's on YouTube. If you want to see it, it's phenomenal because you, they play the entire this theme, the NBA on NBC theme, the one, the most iconic one of them all. Right. John Tesh, the former host of Entertainment yeah. Tonight. This but, guy's a great musician. No, you know? he's incredible. But he's rocking this whole like what is it like a hundred piece orchestra? No, it wasn't that big. I don't know what it is, but it's cool. It's very. He has very his cool. own big band. It doesn't have as many pieces. So whenever he goes out and does a concert all over the world, he brings. But the band that was on that show, the orchestra, mm -hmm. was not his traveling band. Okay, he was just that, playing. That with was them. shot. That was a special video that they. It shot was still pretty TV. damn cool to oh, check it, it out. Phenomenal violins and everything. So that was the original one, and John Tesh came up with the idea, and he plays it everywhere he goes. But I like to mix it up. So I, I got the NBA on TNT, which is another. I got to say this. The NBA theme songs are the best of all. But the All-Star Game is the worst. The All-Star Game is okay. the worst. All right. Well, look, the NBA on TNT, the is that not best. a great theme I'll song? I'll listen to your music, but I'm not watching the damn product. That's right. All right. Okay. How great is that? Listen to that. Crank that up a little bit. I can't hear it. It's about damn time. Had Kevin Harlan on out in uh, Houston at the All-Star Game? Yes, we did. I mean, at the uh, Super Bowl. He was awesome. God, he's, he's such a great guy. I think all the uh, all the interviews are still up from Houston on the yes. on the Tony I need Bruno to put, page. Right? I need to put out a, put up a couple more breakouts. Breakouts. What, I mean, what we got? No, I mean like the, all the videos that we had. Yeah, they should all be they, individual. They should be individual. individual interviews so people can go watch them. That's what those dorks at the Barstool Sports do, and that's why they're geniuses. They don't have a show. They just tape an interview and slap it up there, which is great. I call them dorks. They got like a million followers. Exactly. I wonder now, what they call you. They call me a loser. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, and then there's another one, though. This is another good NBA theme, Robin. I like this. It's not as good as the TNT no. or, or NBC theme. It'll do. No, it's the NBA on ESPN. It's not as good, though, but it's still good. No, it's not bad. And then, of course, this is my favorite basketball theme of them all. What up, March Madness? What up, Villanova? Number one seed again? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. 
right now, if the season were to end today, are they not a one? They're number two in the country. Yeah, they're, they're, a, one a, they're a one. They're, they're a, a one, one. guaranteed. We will do our bracketology show in a couple of weeks when we get our brackets ready. <laughs> when they get printed, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they actually get printed. We will do not only our NCAA selection show, we'll do our NIT brackets, too, on the show. Oh, I don't know. Can we and do also, it? Were you going to do CBI? You're not going to do the CBI. CBI. Are you kidding me? And the other one. There's another one of those phony uh, pay-to-play. Uh, there's a CBI, and then there's another one, right? I don't know. Yeah, there's like two of those besides the NIT. Let me, let me check it out. I know yeah. there's a CBI and the, and the NIT. Hang no, on. there's two of them. There's two of those phony... Uh, but anyway, the G League's coming next year. Uh, Gatorade and the NBA have been together since 84, but now they're gonna, not going to call it the D League anymore because they've realized that the D League doesn't really develop many players. They just take older guys who want to come back and some young players, and a couple guys come up and down. But would you call the NBA D League a developmental league for the most part? No. They, don't develop, they barely develop anybody. That's what I said. Although, although the 87ers did sign Nate Robinson, which is yes, you know, they did. which helps no one. Is he going to be in the D League uh, D League dunk dunk, dunk D, competition? D when is the D League All Star Weekend? Have no idea. You know, because all these minor leagues have All Star games. Baseball has them in every every you know they have them in the Pacific Coast League. They have them in the Double A League. But there's got to be an NBA D League All Star game. Let me check right now. But anyway, let's get back to the business. Let's get back to death counts and body counts. Yes. Because that's I... what really matters anymore to the people. We want to see John Wick. Luigi, I said, are you keeping track of the people? Now, remember, early in the movie, he doesn't kill all those people in the initial scene where he's getting his car back. He just tunes them up. He doesn't use his gun I... except at the end. I don't know. No, no. At the end, he uses the gun on the big Russian guy where he caps him. Memory, he shoots him in the kneecaps. That's the first time he uses his gun. I don't want to give away the plot. No, no, no. I, I actually, I have to correct you there, Tony Bruno. No, because none of those, those guys weren't all dead. Tony Bruno, I am correcting we you. We have an update? Yes. All right, let's well, go to our John Wick. First of all, let me, let me tell you where I got this from. Okay. There is. Is it a reliable source? Yes, it is. It's not like, uh, what's that phony site that everybody goes to and thinks it's real? Snopes? Yeah, no, no, no. Isn't phony, this is but. actually put out by the John Wick franchise, and it is the it is an infographic that breaks down all of John Wick's kills in the sequel, John Wick Two, and it has like a little emblem as to how he kills them. This is the this is the feel good movie of the winner. Without so, a doubt. So let me. So, well, you don't so leave that movie all, feeling good about the bad guys getting killed because now the bad guys aren't bad guys anymore. Let me go to the original movie just so that we know by comparison. All right, let's get a John Wick 1 update. John Wick 1, the official kill count was 84. And he only was, killed 84 seems dudes? A little low. It seems it a, little, a little low. low. That was 84, and this was confirmed by the directors. Uh, the first one was David Leach. Mm -hmm. Now in John did someone want to tell you that? No, no, David Leach did. Now, in John Wick 2, the kill count definitely increased. What do you got? Now, Luigi, uh, Luigi tell what you had unofficial count. 101 was the unofficial count. That's what he... he you, but did you start counting immediately, like from the very beginning, or did well, you Well, he didn't kinda... start killing... Well, actually, you know what? He, he did kill one... I think he killed like three or four people right before he got to the actual to, to, when he got before he got inside. Well, I don't can't so ruin the movie. I can't was, ruin the movie. He was, using, he was using his fist. He was not using uh, right. any kind of gun or the weapon. The only time I counted him is when they officially stopped breathing and moving. So here, this is a, I don't know if you can see Tony the infographic. Oh, um, is it like is it like analytics? Will Sam Hinkie be watching this? You can't see it, Tony, but it's there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hold on a second. Let me see if I can I can I can screen capture it really quick. I don't want to see it. Just tell me how many damn people he kills. Well, but somebody else might want to see it. Tony Bruno. I'm glad they're killing Russians though, because they are the en enemy. 
Didn't we learn that in 2012 from Mitt Romney when he told us yes, the Russians were I our enemy? So. I and everybody it. laughed at him. And now five, five, six years later, he, the Russians are our enemy. Okay, I know it. So yeah. I now have this. So now people, people back home can, uh, can people watching this. Well, people mean. watching, yeah. But Pe- they can't hear it. People listening to it, right? Can't follow so, this. So, but if you're listening. You know, you can tune in later. So it's called uh, the John Wick 2 Kill Count, if you want to look John it up. John Wick 2, yes. Chapter 2. Chapter so two. the scene where it says, you have my car, we won't go into detail, yes. but right? That's the beginning. And it shows like little fists and little hubcaps, depending yes. on what it was that he was doing. So the shots taken um, were two. Were two. He caps the big Russian guy at the end. Hundred percent accuracy, but he also killed people with the with a car and uh, some other stuff. And it was eleven confirmed killed. Eleven in, people died in that scene. In that scene alone, you can't tell they're dead though, because he like puts his you know he strangles him and right, throws I, him down. And now, I, I we don't want to give away any of the no, rest no, of the movie. No, okay. So, but it's pretty funny. You would understand this if you saw the, the and it's kind of like the the next scene. There, it's called you working. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. working? Um, and work? and and then it has like like uh, I just said, every girl I see on the street. You it working? has it has different uh, handguns or uh, rifles and machine guns, and then it has all the different kills. And uh, does it the, have the sommelier at the, the uh, sommelier? Know, is the right, best. That's the best. <laughs> oh, the Italian, dessert. <laughs> the Italian, at the Italian so, hotel. We have our finest cutlery. <laughs> So then, it, and depending on what gun he was using, it shows how accurate he was. I'm fully endorsing so the Australians. So the handgun, the, with the handgun, he was 90, 91% accurate. With the machine gun, tap, he tap. was only 82% accurate. Yeah, well. And then with the end, when he was going for the robust flavor, yes. he was 100% accurate. Oh, oh you can't miss with the robust. For a total of 65 kills in that scene. And then, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to skip down all the way to the bottom now because there's the way too many total things. Number the actual of dead people. total kill count for John Wick 2, 128. 128, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. A warm round of applause for Mr. Wick. A total of three. I was hoping John Wick would burst into the Grammys the other night. Just start killing I'd everybody. I'd keep the kill count going. So the weekend, everybody. So yeah. A total of 302 shots fired. Wow. He had an 80. 0.1% accuracy rate. Well, they have a better accuracy rate, rate on The Walking Dead, and they're shooting zombies. Every shot is right in the head. I know. Nobody ever misses. You ever notice? I know. One shot. You know how hard it is to try, if you ever shoot a gun, to try to shoot a moving target, even though they're moving slowly, right in the middle of yeah, the temple? I've only fired a weapon, uh, well, one time, more than once, but one time. Yeah, when we went to, used to go to a shooting range. Completely supervised in a shooting range. Yeah, that's what we did. We went up to uh, French Creek Outfitters when I was their spokesperson, and they let us go on the range and shoot different guns. It was cool. We, who beat your ass, Tony Bruno? Robin, because she's a Nazi and she came from a country where they uh, <laughs> where they all kill each other. Uh, say that again, Tony. What country uh, did know. I come from? The Dutch, aren't they Nazis? Uh, no, they fought the Nazis. I know everybody Thank you fought very much. the Nazis. Well, goodness gracious! I'm just being like everybody else. Everybody's a Nazi now. That's right. You're all Nazis. Otherwise. That's it. You're all uh, the media is Nazis. See, see how he resorted the to Nazis. Did he? Did you see how he resorted to name calling? He went when straight I, to Nazis. He went straight, <laughs> straight to name to calling when I called out the fact that I was better shot than yeah. him. No duty head, duty bird, duty juice. Nope. Straight just, to Nazis. I use my fist, but now I'm John. I'm old John Wick. <laughs> I'm old John Wicked up. All right. Well, here. Well, here's here, here's 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 uh, here's that NBA update you asked me for. for how the, many um, people have been shot in the NBA? Well, how many well. people will be shot at NBA All Star Weekend? <laughs> oh, there's your there's, your, there's <laughs> a good <laughs> trivia question. You're over under. How many guys will be capped in the club at all the NBA All Star Weekend parties? <laughs> 
Hey, motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> come on. I'm sorry, man. Come on, man. So listen, so the D-League does have an all-star game. They do. I, I told yeah, you they did. It's February, but listen to these names, right? It's February 18th, okay? Uh-huh. It's the... Uh, the, the, the That's Ku- this weekend. The Kumo Tire. Which it's it's gonna be it's gonna air live on NBA TV. That's two, the same weekend as two thirty in the afternoon. It's two thirty in the afternoon. It's the same though. weekend as the NBA yes. All Star Weekend. Okay. It's uh, at the Mercedes Superdome in New Orleans. So they bring it down there too. Okay. Correct. So here's so here we go. This is this is the participants. I thought they played it like in like Grand Ra- Grand Fork, Indiana, or something. So Anthony, so Anthony Brown, Quinn Cook, Jordan Jordan Crawford. Some of these guys are already in the NBA. Like Yogi Ferrell, who's playing for Dallas right now. Right. Who's playing phenomenal basketball. He's obviously obviously not going to play there. Uh, let me see here. Ray McCollum, who plays, uh, who's the backup guard for the for the Hornets. Uh, let's see, the coach, former Sixer Jerry Stackhouse is oh, the Jerry coach. Stackhouse, he is, is the coach is of he the coaching East. the homeboys or the away boys. The, the, I, I believe it's the homeboys. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Then the Western Conference. Anybody here? Vander Blue. Vander Blue. Uh, yeah, Vander Blue. Pierre Love Jackson. Vander Blue. Uh, You're my boy. Jakar Sampson. Is is on the team? Was he a former Sixer? Yes, great? sir. And the head coach is Kobe Carl. I'm not sure who Kobe Carl is. Wasn't she in porn? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think That's Kobe Kai. That's Kobe Tai. Love Kobe Tai. Nakumata. Seven one seven three six three two. The NBA All Star Game and the NBA D League games on the same weekend. You don't get that kind of talent assemblage anywhere else. How many wags will be there though? That's the question. Who knows, bro? I can't believe that like this like they're gonna be in New Orleans and I'm not. I want to get down there so bad, man. I do too, but not for NBA. I need some Bourbon Street. I actually need the French Quarter. I need it now. There'll be action on the French Quarter this week. Absolutely, man. I want to get down there. You know, though, you can go to New Orleans on on an average weekend and there's nobody. You know, unless there's a big event in town, the French Quarter is not jamming all the time. I don't really want to go there for the the whole. I want to go for the for the culture, man. For the food, that's what I want, man. But you got to go to the French Quarter, of course. I would actually prefer. Going to New Orleans when there's not a gazillion billion people. So around. when it's, no, not, it's always so fun. Have it's you always have fun. you been during Mardi Gras season? Absolutely, many times. Son of a but you bitch. can't even walk <laughs> around there though. That's what makes it fun. You driving around? You uh. drinking the hurricanes? Walking around drinking hurricanes? Nah, I don't drink that. That was the worst drink ever. Really? I, actually, you know where I met Pat O'Brien? At Pat O'Brien's. The first time I ever met Pat O'Brien. Yeah. The former host and friend of mine was out. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Mike Tarico and I. O'Brien. Mike Tarico and I were in New Orleans for a Super Bowl with the okay. ESPN. And we're walking down Bourbon Street, and we go past Pat O'Brien's, the home of the Hurricane. Sure. Which is one of the worst drinks ever made, but the glass is cool. And you have to have one because you have to be a tourist and a white trash drunken tourist guy. So you buy a Hurricane, then you take a sip of it, you say, this stuff's crap. Why did I order it? But you keep the glass. I met Pat O'Brien in front of Pat (laughs) O'Brien's. How ironic is that? On Bourbon Street. It's all too literal for me, too. It really is. It's way too literal for me. Coincidence? I think not. I think not. And people ask why they drink hurricanes. Why? It'll get you drunk. <laughs> that's right. why. Yeah, that's exactly. why. So will that Sterno. Long, long Island Sterno iced will get you drunk. Sterno actually tastes better. Ugh, I don't know about that. Than a hurricane. <laughs> hurricanes are like a whiskey sour. They're terrible. Oh, is that what it is? They're, no. no, they're not a whiskey sour, but they, they're, they're sour. They're red. They're red. But they they're terrible. Like a- I, listen, I love Pat O'Brien's. It's a great place. You you can love the hurricanes all you want. Not the Carolina hurricanes, no, no. of course, or the Miami hurricanes. Nobody got time for that. I think. I've actually had a good hurricane. When we were in Honduras, they had a hurricane there that was actually good. They're not the same as the Pat O'Brien but it was, hurricanes. No, I know. I'm sure that the Pat O'Brien hurricanes are probably, uh, like, they have some kind of, they, they make so many of them, they probably don't make them, they make it like a mix or something. Well, Everything's they, made with a mix these days, Robin. But in, in Honduras, we had one that was really good. No, I, I've never had a good hurricane. Oh, Speaking of hurricanes. 
Why are you going to me with that? Do you I don't have, something? have anything. You said you had something. No, Tony said that he sent me something and I'm looking for it and I can't find it. gave you like it. four stories yesterday. That was the perfect segue. <laughs> it would have been if I'd actually have a story. I hate to Florida. do it to you, Robin. I really do. You want to do it to her? I'm we'll get a damn update. I don't have I don't have anything from you, Tony, and not that I couldn't have found it myself, which I normally do. You're but on a I was, computer twenty four seven. <laughs> you couldn't come like across I'm nothing. I'm looking through you like don't even all have to the look for Florida stories. They come for you. I normally they well, do. Well, I mean, I do have. Okay, let's let's go back to Florida real quick. I don't want to go back there now. No, I do. All right, whatever. I'll play the music. Down Reluctantly. To Florida. Ruin my whole damn segue. Bring that up until she talks. Hear the I'll bring it up for you a little bit. But I have to watch Robin's ears because they're sensitive. <laughs> I'm very sensitive. See, she always yells at me. Yes, I do. And now with this week's Florida update, here she is, Miss Robin. Dateline St. Petersburg. Oh, I love it down there. The beach, the sand is like sugar. Yes, it is. Now, you, you've you heard of uh, Lyft and um, what's the other one that you have? Uber, uh, Uber, Uber X, yes. Uber Cow, Uber P- uh, Pig, Uber Screw, Chicken, Uber <laughs> Food. Screw Uber and Lyft. Let's just call 911, shall we? If we need to get things out. 911 A woman was transported by ambulance to not one... Not two, but seven different hospitals in a 26-hour period. What? Trying to obtain prescription pain medication. She misused the 911 system, according to police. Kimberly is an outrage. Kimberly Keener, lovely photograph. Of Keener. Mr. Yeah, Keener. Apparently repeatedly called 911 in different hospitals in Pinellas County, uh, trying to find one hospital that would give her prescription pain medication on a fraudulent prescription. Wow. And she was hoping that at some point somebody would fall for it. But she called 911. She called so she got an ambulance to take her to these seven different, different ambulances. Seven different ambulances. Or is it ambuli when it's seven? Ambul- I don't know. Ambuli. Ambuli. What's the plural of ambulance? That is ambulances. A good ambulances. Ambuli. Ambuli. So her fi- her final stop on the 2017 pill tour was General Hospital. Oh, was uh, was the Luke and Laura? Are they I still know. there? They got plenty of drugs. So she's now Including locked Botox, up. Botox, which makes them uh, everybody think that they're still in the 70s or 80s. I don't know, but she's locked up. Does he still have the perm, or is he now? Is I don't he know. I haven't now? watched I General Hot, even though uh, I know people on there. I haven't watched it in generations. Uh, she's now locked up on a fifty, uh, like a five thousand dollar bond bail, and uh, she's facing probation violation. Do you think that she finally got her pills when she got in jail? I hope so. Well, she she couldn't get it from a real doctor. She had to get him from the underground. That's true. Right? That's true. It is ambulances. I know that. It was a joke. I know, I but like... you want to get some confirmation, man. Oh, and you know what we were talking about? I, I have another one that kind of goes with, because it's a follow-up of the last show that we were doing here. Uh-oh. Where you were talking about the mother-daughter fantasy. Yes. Oh, shit, absolutely. Uh. In, um, don't go there with me. Yeah, old lion versus young lion. Now to keep it real, you keep it real with me, because I ain't for no game. I Undercover mean. Sting, launched by Florida police in uh, Was he watching you? Kissimmee. <laughs> a mother-daughter prostitution team is now behind bars following their arrest in an undercover sting. 
But you know what would be good about that? The sequel will be Mother Daughters Behind Bars. You know, exactly. Those women, those women yeah. improved prison movies are the greatest of all time. Uh, Remember no. with what's her face, uh, Pam uh, Pam Greer. Okay. Remember oh, her? Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, Pam yeah. Greer. But those weren't porn. Those no, were no, like, yeah, those yeah. are those are soft yeah. porn. Yeah. They weren't hardcore porn. No. But the uh, the the mother daughter team was spotted in a Backpage.com ad under sexy milf with an awesome attitude and personality. Well, that's it. May that matters. And. Uh, the cop arranged for a 130-minute uh, 30-minute encounter with Tamra, and that she said she said that she uh, could arrange to have her mother Tanya join them. Well, why not? Mamba out. Mamba. <laughs> Mamba out. Yo. That's the fact. No, I just know. The whole mother-daughter thing, just because uh, you're a mother and have I a daughter. I got a couple DVDs I'll slip in for you later, Robin, no, and then no. you'll see. You'll change your mind about that. I know. You know what I'm I just that uh, if they're not, I, I just can't. No, they're not really related on the show, Robin. No, these people really are though. Well, there there is a mother-daughter team. There's Sunset and Sunrise or whatever their names yes. are. It's all about balance, yo. No, it's all about balance. No, no. exactly right. Should we, uh, we, we, should, we, should we give out the number again, Robin? Should yeah, let's give out the too? number. Uh, is the audio, is the video stream back up? Oh, yeah, we're back. Okay, I'm just checking. It, I don't know what it is. there's anything it, to see it, here. It has something no, to, it's, nothing it's, to see here. Whatsoever. It's a Comcast problem. And we have contacted Comcast over and over and over again. I've spent so many freaking hours on the phone with Comcast. And I'm about ready to say, screw you, Comcast, and By go the way, speaking else. of scams... The uh, Verizon announcement on Super uh, last Sunday night. No, what do you night? got? What happened? Now they're coming back with an unlimited because all these other companies, T-Mobile sure. and and, and uh, Sprint and everybody else, you know, they're offering unlimited. I had a Sprint unlimited everything thing when I was in L.A. and it was ninety nine dollars mm -hmm. a month unlimited everything. Yep, and it was a great plan. And my Sprint service worked great in L.A. I could go out to the middle of the ocean and I would get phone yeah. service. I came back here, Sprint wasn't very reliable. So we get Verizon, and Verizon is super expensive. Sure. So but it now was the because, only one that was reliable at the time. So Verizon, meanwhile, is getting hammered by all these ads for T-Mobile and Sprint because they all have lower rates, and they don't have they have somewhat limited data. So then Verizon <laughs> announces on Sunday night unlimited again. So I did some research today. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're unlimited, but guess what? They jacked the price up. So that you're actually, it's $80 for one line. Right. But then the next line, so basically you're still, you're paying $200 a month for two phones on Verizon. So it's $80 a line, and then if you want another line, and it's that, still it, $80? Bucks? No, it's not $80, it's like, but there's a $20 charge uh. on top of it, taxes and all this other crap. So basically, while most people agree Verizon, you know, all these people, I, I, I can't get anything else in Montana but Verizon. Nobody lives in Montana. But here in Philly... T-Mobile is actually fantastic. So if we wanted to switch, we could. And T-Mobile has unlimited plans. Yeah, but, but the, the, there's a lot of catches in all of these plans. By the way, I'm not saying this one's bad. I don't know. I don't know anymore. All I know is Verizon customer service stinks, and I know that Verizon charges more. So everybody's jumping up and down about Verizon's unlimited data, but there's some of these plans you cannot, you cannot uh, use your uh, tether you cannot use the tethering data. Yeah, that's an outrage. It is an outrage because that's what happens. A lot of people want to tether. You know what I'm saying, Luigi? You go somewhere. Sure. And you want to make your phone a hotspot. Isn't that tethering? Yes. 
that, yeah. that, that, that data is very limited. Right. So you have to pay extra for that. Well, it's so ridiculous. It's, then it's not unlimited everything. No, it's not. It's a scam. But people don't know that. They just see, oh, unlimited everything. And all these companies, for the most part, are pretty much... They all use each other's equipment, by the way. I know. Verizon doesn't have... Verizon has the best coverage, but all these other places have... To, they use the same towers. These nickel and dime joints. You think like Boost Mobile and uh, all these other $10 a month, no cricket, cricket. You think they have their own towers up there? No, they're using everybody else's towers. These companies don't have their own cell towers. Maybe Verizon has more than these other places, but they all share tower space. Yep. So the bottom line is you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. You're screwed. You're pretty much screwed. And that's why it's all a scam. It's all a scam. That's why this all, you know, five gigs and ten gigs. We go over our data every year, every month on Verizon. And then you wind up paying extra. Well we for did it. while we were in Houston because we were using a lot of data doing all the, the parents. Because they don't give you enough data. Correct. And oh by the way, if you use a lot of data, they slow your speed down. So it's not There's unlimited. There's something screwy around there is. here. Lots of screwy. Screwy. I Who the hell have... needs to pay $200 a month for a damn cell phone? Seriously. Are you that addicted? Do you really need to talk to people every day that much? Do you need to, be, you need to spend $200 a month for a cell phone? No. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. The only for us because of business. But other than that, we no. don't. I'm telling you, I'm getting a, I'm getting a flip phone. No, even because I'm of business. I'm getting a damn it's flip not, phone. It's not like you have like 500 lines running around here, Robin. I mean, it's not like you have to support so much. I mean, $200 for for internet service and no, and, you're talking. Well, you're talking two different things. We're talking about no. Phones. My house cable and my uh, my internet is 275 a month. I'm paying 200 a month for HD box and the highest internet you, and the fastest internet you could possibly get. I'm paying 200 hours a month. I have one HD recorder. That's it. That's all we have. That's all I have. 200 hours a month. I'm barely home. It's crazy. It's, it's an stupid. outrage, is what it is. It is. It is an outrage. Now, um, we have a couple questions. Do we? First of all, did anybody else call in? Uh, we we have to give the number back. We have we've only given out one. Okay, seven one seven three six three Tony seven one seven three six three Tony eight six six nine. If you're digitally challenged, eight six six nine is Tony on your phone. You know, like when you look, oh, it's uh, what's the name? Uh, what numbers are they? Seven one seven three six three eight six six nine, which translates into Tony. You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, barbecue beef Balboa. On That's our Twitter. buddy out there in L.A. That's a West out in Coast L.A., right uh, he was listening in in Houston as well. Was one of our is one of our loyal listeners, and he would like to know Tony um, what your. He would like to know who you think the most dominant NBA player you ever saw over the years. That's the easiest answer in sports history. Wilt Chamberlain, Brian Scalabrini, Brian Scalabrini, close <laughs> second. No. Uh, but uh, Will Chamberlain, the most dominant player ever. And I know you're going to say, well, he didn't win all the champions that Ru- championships that Russell did. doesn't matter. No other players had rules changed more than Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain, every year they would change the rules to try to stop him and contain him. The dunk rule. The, uh, when Will Chamberlain was the worst free throw shooter in the NBA, you know mm-hmm. what he did? What they do? He went out and came out the next year and became the best free throw shooter in the NBA. Anytime they challenged him and said he couldn't do it, he'd come back and do it the next year. Never fouled out of a game. The most dominant player in NBA history never fouled out of a game. Which is that, that's probably That's probably the most amazing stat. Considering yeah. how much time he spent on the floor, the never foul out of a basketball game. It, that is amazing. Because he always had all these white guys hanging all over him, and they would get the fouls. He would never get the fouls. Exactly. But the point is, Will Chamberlain changed the game. 
Michael Jordan didn't change the game. All, all Michael Jordan did, with all due respect, well, he, was greatness. He played within the game that Wilt created for him. He but he, but Wilt, what Michael Jordan did... He didn't change the game. He changed the NBA, though. Who? Jordan. Michael Jordan changed the hype factor of right. the NBA. Remember, Bird and Magic came around. They actually elevated the NBA before Michael Jordan came around. It was Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, because they were big rivals in college, and Indiana State and Michigan State... That whole Indiana State, Michigan State thing, Bird versus Magic, really revitalized the NBA. Uh, people will, but people will make the argument, uh, even though I think it's kind of a false argument. People will make the argument of, well, Kareem kind of changed the game too. And there's a lot of you, great you, players, you know, but but uh, again, there is a lot of great players, but you can only really, you can only really kind of break it down to well, two or well, three. Kareem was not the most dominant player of his era, let alone in NBA history. I understand, history. but what I'm saying is they changed the rules for him, too. So what I'm saying because is... Because he had the little skyhook that he could again, shoot. But they all, I'm just telling you what... What did they uh, change the rules for Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Uh, Tony, I'm just saying, this is what some of the other people will, will, will bring to you, you know, scoring so many points and X, Y, Z, or whatever it is, but... I agree with you. I still... I, I never even seen Will play. I not even... There's just no, nobody's even a close... And as far as Jordan, what Jordan did was remarkable. He's one of the greatest of all time. But Jordan, what he did, what he was able to do was turn the NBA into a one-man game. It was all about the one guy. He marketed himself to the point where he became the icon. He was a marketing genius. Everything was about Michael Jordan. And I hate it. But you couldn't say the same for... Uh, not Will Chamberlain. Well, I mean, he was a one-man not, not, show, right? Yeah, but they, he didn't... The but he NBA didn't was on like tape it. delayed. No, the I NBA know, finals know, weren't I even on TV. I know what you mean about marketability. So, so what you're saying is, is that... He took the s- NBA to... He took the marketing hype aspect of the okay. NBA to the next level. But if you watch Will Chamberlain playing, he didn't play like he was the only man on the team. I mean, there was... It was no, a team. He, he had a team. The, the 67-68 Sixers team is the greatest NBA team ever assembled. Really? The greatest NBA team ever assembled. If you look back at old games versus games today, no, which they I, look totally different. Because but back people in the day, well, that's because But listen, the athletes are much better nowadays. Well, there's no question for that. That's but not if even Will an Chamberlain were, were alive and in his prime today, he would still be the most dominant player in the NBA because he was the most athletic. He can do anything. I feel like I'm in Sunny Hill's living room right now on a Saturday I'm afternoon. I'm like in Sunny Hill's because <laughs> that, I that's saw what I Will like Chamberlain right play. I'm lucky enough to be old enough to see him play. And I've seen everybody from Will Chamberlain all the way down to right now. And the LeBrons and all these other guys who everybody who everybody's been following basketball for ten years thinks the greatest player of all. They're not even in the same class as as as, okay. as Will Chamberlain. Well, then I ask you this question, and it's been thrown around a little bit. But since you're old enough to, to watch Will play, to watch his career, and the other the other person I'm going to name in a second, and not because he played for the Sixers. Will was great when he played with the Warriors. With the Warriors it's not too, just a right. Sixer thing. So as far as a dominance standpoint goes, mm-hmm. overall, who was the most dominating athlete? Was it Wilt? Or was it Gretzky? Well, in different sports. Gretzky was the uh, best. Sports, sports side, I'm talking about... Well, okay. as much as I love okay. Gretzky. I'm talking about, you know, just because of the overall... I mean, a person who, who dominated the most in his entire sport, I think the only two you could really think of is, is Gretzky and Wilt. So which one would it be? Well, Considering the fact that... But Gretzky's numbers but here's the are difference. so far above. I mean, literally... Here's the difference, though. Gretzky played in an NHL that still had a lot of goons in it. And the one thing that Gretzky had is that... There was nobody was allowed to touch Gretzky. He was allowed to go out and do his thing, and if you got near him or you, you hit him, the other goon on the other team went after him, you would pay the price. So Gretzky, even though the NHL was a more violent game than it is today, he had protectors. He had guys. He had bodyguards. He had guys out there like Marty McSorley and the like who would make sure. And But now look at it. Wayne Gretzky scored 100 goals. He would score 80 goals every year. 
Guys don't score 50 goals now. Guy scores 50 goals, it's unheard of. What? So you would think that the skill level would get better, right, as, as, as years go by. Right. The athletes are better than they were 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 50 years ago. Then why is it that the NHL doesn't have guys who can score? Like baseball doesn't have guys who can steal bases the way... No, there's no the more Ricky Henderson. Like yeah. No, I, I get that. So if yeah. athletes are getting better, how come the records that the old-school athletes set are not being broken easier than they should. Shouldn't they be easier to break? I think it's just because of longevity. I think these guys aren't playing. Like, like for now, like you just mentioned base stealing. Just, just real quick, that's what you just talked about. Uh, like I'm not talking about career-wise. No, 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 no. Season, no, no, no. But, I'm, but I'm, saying, I'm saying you have guys like the Cincinnati Reds, like, like Billy Hamilton for the Cincinnati Reds. All the guy does is steal base. He gets on base, he steals second, he steals third. That's all he does. But he's only going to probably play for like four or five years. It's not enough time. He could, if he played for 50 years, he wouldn't break Ricky Henderson's record. Because he's not going to play. If he played for 20 years, he's not going to break Ricky Henderson's record. There are records in baseball that will never be touched. Well, here, that's, that's, Cal Ripken's but that's record. What, but that's what I'm saying, and, and that's, that's what I mean. Like The sheer greatness of Gretzky in his sport, and you're talking about the, the biggest hockey hater of them all. He, his, Tony, the number two all-time is Messier, and he would still have to play four years of 200-point I'm, I'm not trying to compare sports no, to sports. So what I'm trying to say is, is though, is I'm, if, when you talk about, in general, of the, of the most dominant athlete – Regardless of sport, I think Gretzky is the most dominant athlete to ever to ever play sports. Just because it's of the a good just, argument, but I, I, you can't compare. Seriously, I, 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 I really, no, you can't. But I'm just talking about just as far as sheer dominance. One person who could. Because here's the thing. Bottom line, say what you want. As great as Wilt was, Bill Russell stopped him. He didn't stop him. He, he stopped the rest of the team. But he stopped. But uh, he had he a stopped, be, he had better teams around. Other than the '67 '68 team, Wilt never had the was. kind of teams around him that that Bill Russell did in Boston. But nobody could stop Wayne Gretzky. No, nobody. You're right. you're right. Nobody. That's what I mean. He was literally unstoppable, and I think that makes him literally the greatest athlete in any sport. Well, you may be right. That, if that's a debate, if you want to have it, you can have it. But to me, I was asked a question: Who's the most dominant NBA player I ever saw? Will Chamberlain. Yep. Yeah, I don't, you I don't know, there'll be a lot of generations of people who will, who will see LeBron as the most dominant player they ever saw because they're twenty-something years old, and they may have seen the end of Jordan and the whole LeBron James. But career. you don't. You don't think there's any any of those any of those folks like you just said right here, like the younger guys who. Haven't seen the the Will Chamberlains and the and the. I'm not blaming people for not no, being no, no, no. old, but don't you think that there's some of these these older these older folks that just won't let go of that and no. open their eyes and witness how great I how witness great, everything. I'm I see how great you. they are. I'm not saying you. I'm saying some of these older guys who who just refuse to open their eyes and witness the greatness that they're watching now with LeBron. I with do, Russell I do realize that. Did I say you? But I'm the problem sorry. is that it's the younger people yes. who don't understand that they sports refu- didn't start 10 years ago. I understand that. They don't have any historical perspective, and they refuse to acknowledge guys who play because they'll use the same excuses. I just gave you the exact reason why athletes of the uh, uh, older athletes were better than today. Because today you have technology. You have medical research you have all kinds of conditioning you've got all kinds of health benefits that those guys didn't have anytime a guy gets hit in football they take him off and and make sure he doesn't have a concussion what i'm saying is those guys played and they dominated their sports and they set records that will never be broken despite the fact that athletes are bigger better faster than ever before okay but 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 to to, on the other side of that argument though is that you kind of have to admit the fact that back then you know, there was a Wilt, there was a Russell, there was a, you know, there, there really was, not everybody was an athlete. Today, everyone is bigger, yes, stronger, faster. So the competition, the, now, the level a lot of competition steps. is higher. There's they six might be teams sti- in the Eastern Conference over 500. Tony, they may be Six steps. teams, the they, rest of the league is garbage. They may be stiffs, but they can at least, they can move. They're all athletic. These but, guys, none of these guys could even play with Wilt Chamberlain today. 
None of them. None they, of these guys would be would be. None of these you know guys what, are though? in the same You know what? No, you're absolutely right. But you know what they would do? They would give him a little bit of a harder time than no, those they guys would. did. Yes, they no, would they because don't. they're a lot more athletic. Because everyone, Ridiculous. because he's not playing against guys. It's not Wilt against five other stiffs. It's Wilt against five other guys who actually move. And, and you know what? Everyone's athletic. I'll give you this. If Wilt Chamberlain were playing today in his prime, he would get the same type of protection that LeBron and all these crybaby superstars you think get. He would, he would actually Absolutely probably be better would. than he was even because of the fact that he would have been, had the benefit of all these trainers and, and exactly. the healthy. So, the so guy imagine Will was an athletic freak in the 60s. I understand. Yeah, he's the, he's the, he's I'm saying Will Chamberlain himself, he could dominate so much. But look, look at the competition is what I'm saying. Like when people say like uh, Will Chamberlain played professional okay. volleyball, Tony. All right, how okay. many NBA guys could play volleyball? Joel Embiid. So because <laughs> he lived in Cameroon. Well, no, because he played volleyball. So in Cameroon. If you if you look at if you look at uh, oh, people, can we the, stop no, now? no, no, no. I'm I'm just uh, listen. I'm I'm making the other side of this argument. If if you have the other guys that say like like Jim Brown, okay, who's you know one of the greatest running backs in the history of the NFL. Some people say he's the greatest running back in the mm -hmm. NFL. Personally, for me, it's Walter Payton. But you have a guy like Jim Brown. They say, oh, well, he'd still run over anybody in this league. Yeah, I don't think so. I do. I don't think I don't think he's Absolutely. running over linebackers Absolutely. today yes, he would. like he ran him over to, and, and course, 50 years you see ago. Some of these running backs who don't get touched, Tony. You don't think have Jim you seen some of these linebackers who are running yeah. faster than Jim Brown ever ran? And I see all these running backs like DeMarco Murray and uh, and uh, and the, the guy in Dallas running through holes that nobody gets near them. So Jim Brown was was a great great runner. And by the way, the same linebackers who can't catch Ezekiel Elliott and can't catch DeMarco Murray and can't catch uh, what's his face in Pittsburgh and all these other great running backs? Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, you name them. They wouldn't be able to catch Jim Brown either. That's the facts. Jim Brown would run guys over, a lot of these linebackers. Run their asses over. I don't over. know, Tony. Yes. And you know what Jim Brown did? He walked away from the game healthy. The same thing Barry Sanders did. Yeah, but Barry like, Sanders walked away. It, so. Barry Sanders could have dominated in the NFL. By the way, Barry Sanders... Ten times better than Emmett Smith ever would have been. Yeah, that's not, not even, even a debate. Close. That's not even a debate. That's well, not even statistically. A debate. Emmett Smith is a better running back. Well, because he, guess what? He was he happened to be the guy who got blessed and, and got blessed by, by. But he wasn't as good as Barry Sanders. No, of course not. And I'm tired of having these stupid sports radio arguments. No, but it is it save is, that for sports radio shows that have nothing to talk about. Listen, man, I'm just it take was, that it, to the meat locker. It was. <laughs> <laughs> which we'll be at tomorrow, to be honest. I'd rather talk about the Westminster Cattle Club dog show where the German Shepherd finally won. Damn right. How, how many years since the German Shepherd win? It's been a long time. Like 40 or something like that, It was like, like the that, Beagle right? a few years. Remember when a Beagle won and the Beagle had won in like a thousand years? Yeah, the Beagle was due. The American Beagle, right? Yeah, it was a couple years ago. No, it was a Terrier. Was it the American Terrier? No, the, the Beagle was like 10 years ago. I don't remember the exact time. When the Beagle finally won, people were like, oh my God, they gave it a... And now a German Shepherd. The, the probably the most revered dog in American history, right? I know there's a lot of popular breeds, but when we were in Houston, all the dogs, 90% of the dogs that, were, that do bomb sniffing. And, well, there's, there and was secure. pretty much three different types yeah, of there's, dogs. Yeah, there's retrievers. There's the, there's the Labradors and the, the Golden Retrievers, Labrador Retrievers, those types. Um, there were the German Shepherds, and there were the Belgian Malinois, right. which but, are almost but like But when people shepherd. see German Shepherds, they think of guard dogs, Right? Do they not? Is German uh, yeah, Shepherd not you recognized? Yeah. I, I would think if you were to do a, you know, again, I, people, I love all dogs. So I'm not one of these, I like big dogs, I don't like little dogs. I love all dogs. But the German Shepherd to me is the iconic American dog. Is it not? From generation, German, German Shepherds are always thought, you know, now the, the pit bulls become I'm popular. Sorry. It's so weird. I don't think of a German Shepherd as an American dog. 
I think of it as a German dog. <laughs> you would, you Nazi. Look at you. That's, exactly. why, that's why. They stopped those Nazis in the Netherlands <laughs> from uh, in- infiltrating the rest of the world and taking I, over the that Caribbean. That's so weird. You say, so you think of the German shepherd as an American uh, dog? Now, I'm 60, 64 years old. In my entire life, anybody who had a dog that was a guard dog or not even attack dogs, there's people, but dog, when I see police, when I see people in their houses that had dogs that wanted to be their protector dog, the dog that's going to bark, the dog that's going to listen right, to you, right. it was a German shepherd. Well, okay, so maybe... So now, I mean, that's 50, 60, so maybe, over 60 years. Maybe it is the iconic guard dog, but not right. American dog. No, we're, I didn't say. go to other country. I didn't go to Italy and see okay, German yeah, shepherds. But, but I mean, it is the German shepherd. I bet you there are more German shepherds in this country than there are in Germany. Probably, yeah, and I, probably. Yes, um, and you know why? And, and actually, that's probably one of the reasons why the German Shepherd has not won in so long. And you know, I don't know if you guys because know Because they're this. in all these foo-foo dogs now. No, so here's one of the foo-foo reasons dogs. why German Shepherds have, in the last 30 years or so, have had issues here in the United States. The United States... We have a German Shepherd update? Well, no, I have an American breeding update. Let's go to the breeding line and a woman who's bred many times, <laughs> not you, only for you, herself. Have you, have you been poking around my DMs? Is that, is that what it is? Not only breeding the three you, two fine children, but also many cats and dogs in her day. Yes. Miss For Robin. those of you who do not understand the breeding program of dogs, here in the United States, it is not as strict as it is in Europe. In Europe, when you want to breed and you want to have a, a purebred animal... Is this an AKC uh, certified update? No, they, this is... this in, in Europe, they have... You have to get permission from your breeds association. So we'd raised golden retrievers. We had to take our dog, our female bitch, we had to take her number that was tattooed into her ear. Now they have the, the little chips... But it, she had a tattoo in her ear when we purchased her. Isn't that what the Nazis did in Germany? No. Oh. And really? Then, well, okay, Come on, we, Schindler, take it easy. Yeah, man. there you are. Jesus. And and I'm we sorry, had I'm to with all the then Nazi talk okay. going on okay. take the the male stud that we wanted to breed her with, and we had to take both of those numbers and match them up and and submit them and get permission to breed them, and then they checked the genealogy to make sure that there would be no issues of inbreeding whatsoever. So then as soon as the puppies are born, you register them and then they would get tattooed so that there was never any doubt as to... What who, does that have to do with the German Shepherd here winning in, Westminster Kennel well, Club my, dog show? Let me tell you, here in the United States, you didn't have that problem. And they had so many inbreeding problems because people didn't care. All they wanted to do was get the money and they would say that they were purebred, but they didn't care whether they were inbred or not. And so the dog, the, the, the genes went down in in quality and there were huge huge problems here in the united states and they were overbred and they were over inbred and so that's how come german shepherds had a really bad time here because they were so popular yeah all i'm saying is they're very popular that doesn't now, mean they had a bad time think, here but i think i think that the that american kennel club has done a great job in the last 10 15 20 years or so to try to get breeds to become more uh, you realize the Westminster Kennel Club show, uh, dog show, is like 100 plus years old? It's like 144 years yeah, old. Yeah, it started in it started in England. Donald Harrison on Facebook said, I used to watch Rin Tin Tin as a kid all the time. Exactly. I, mean, German I think the German Shepherd, is, it's because, I'm telling you, it's not because of all that breeding stuff that Robin mentioned. It it's because they don't consider German Shepherds attractive dogs. <laughs> Joe Killen on, on Facebook says, how come Pitbull didn't win? They didn't stop the party? What happened? Oh. Yeah, exactly. 
You all having a good time now? <laughs> now Give me it, a little pit bull, I, man. I, you know it, what? I actually got a little pit bull loaded. Give me just a taste for just a second. I tell you what, if I ever drink a Budweiser product, I would probably be listening to Pitbull. Damn right, man. Now, does it say anywhere? I don't see in the article how long ago it was that the uh, German Shepherd Luigi won. Luigi had the breakdown yesterday. How long has it been since the German Shepherd won at Westminster? Um, and I'm mad because I, I completely forgot it was on. It used to be a staple of my show. It was always on. I, I, I used to have, I know, we used you know, to have, you know David, yeah. David Fry's not with it anymore. I know, but we used so to I'm have boycotting him on every since single David Fry year. Left. They had like t- they had what's his name doing it last night? I found out. What's Chris Myers yeah. from Fox was doing the Westminster Cable Club dog show. It's an outrage. I uh, I did not know that. Chris is a friend, but him doing the Westminster Cable Club dog show? He goes from sidelines of the Super Bowl to the dog show. The hell's going on out there? Let me see. How long ago? Robin's watching some crappy CBS, NBC, ABC show with 5,000 minutes of commercials in it. So she didn't even realize. I was the one who always said, make sure we watch the dog show tonight. And Tuesday night's the big finale. And I missed it. I thought you just said that you were boycotting it. Robin, are you well, I would have watched you, the best in show. Are I would have boycotted information. No, did you find it? I'm trying to pull it up. For I'm you. looking for a dog expert. Does somebody say here? Uh, did anybody else? It's the only that. Oh, somebody here. It's the second time in history that a German Shepherd's won. We know that one already. It's 141 years, and it's only two German Shepherds. Anybody know? Anybody? Well, anybody? if it's 144 years and it's only the second time years, it's yeah. happened, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. The fact that the German Shepherd hasn't won a best in show in 141 years is not an outrage? It's an outrage. Goodness gracious, I can't find it anywhere. I saw more German Shepherds in Houston than any other dog breed. Because the police, go to any police department. They're using German Shepherds more than any other Do, dog. And you know what? Um, um, at least as, as from about 20 years ago... 95% of those German Shepherds were shipped over from Germany. Until how long ago? Uh, I know that 20 years ago is when okay, I, I knew we're people... We're not talking about 20 years ago. I know, but I'm, I'm wondering if it still is today. I don't think so. I just because uh, So all the other dogs that have all the uh, different origins are all bred in those countries and brought over here? No, of course not. No, I'm saying that 95, 20 years ago... Are all teacup Yorkies my, coming from Yorkshire, England? My, my, my cousin was a canine officer in, in San Bernardino County, California. And those dogs, they, they almost exclusively German Shepherds, um, that, they, that were canine dogs. And they were shipped over from Germany, from a trainer, breeder in Germany. Well, I don't, we'll have to do a breakdown segment on how around. many dogs in this country are from Germany. And if they have papers. Because you better have papers to get in here. Or they'll be part of the band, the German Shepherd Band. It's ridiculous. We should start recognizing the classic breeds in this country. I think Everybody wants time. to shoo shoo fru fru French. Are all the French poodles coming from France, Robin? No. Oh, the Why last. Why do they call French poodles then? You're you're totally missing my are point. Are all the Lhasa Apsos from the <laughs> Alps or wherever the hell Lhasa Apsos come from? No. I'm just saying that any dog that becomes incredibly popular, there it runs a chance of there being overbreeding. No doubt about it. Pit bull, you don't think put pit bulls are overbred? Yes, absolutely. And that's a huge 1987. problem. 1987. What? 
1987 was the last time the German Shepherd won. How long ago was that? Forever, 87, 97, 2000. 30 years ago. 30 years ago. 30 years. That took forever. The first ever one was um, Fox Terrier. Smooth. Last year? No, this is in 1907. Oh, okay. The first year. Fox the- Terrier Smooth was the smooth. first. A lot of Terriers, man. Scottish Terrier, Fox Yeah, because terrier. there's like 15,000 breeds of Terriers. The Bulldog in 1913. The Bulldog just won. Didn't Land win last year? I think the Bulldog, bulldog won a couple yeah. years ago. I think the Bulldog won, and then... And it was a complete upset. It's always, Dude, Terrier, Terrier, everything. Scottish Terrier, everything. It's about time terrier. we're paying attention to the old school classics. I think you had the Boxer in 47 and 49. I'm talking about the modern, modern era. <laughs> so Eric McCauley said, hey, that's why we have cloning now. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. That is true, man. Tony, you were right. In 2015, it was the Beagle. Right. Um, in, six, in Last year, it was the... Um, Wasn't it a Bulldog? No, it was the, a Pointer. The German short-haired pointer. Okay. And let's see. And then it was just terriers and terriers and terriers. If One of the things that I love and watching. shaved poodles. They love the shaved yeah, they poodles. They love the poodles, man. And they look so dorky. They, they, they always say that when they come out there, too. Like, oh, here come the poodles. Yeah. Look at the nails and look at the, like. They and look they're like, so stupid They look looking. like whores is what they look like. They, they, look, really, like, they look like whores. They whores. look like whores. Yes, the no. poodles. When they're all shaved up and they got their nails done. But they their... don't want it done that way. That's the, that's the stupid owners have to shave them up. If, if they can close down the circus. Because of the way they treat the elephants, I think they can close down the Westminster Dog Show the way they cut the hair on these damn poodles. And they look stupid they look with the little, pu- the little balls. They have like little poofy ball I'm things. I'm telling you, the, the poodle is the slut of the dog world, man. No, they're not. Yes, they, they just are. look, they're made to look that way. Now, are um, they French whores? Can we say that without yes. being in trouble? <laughs> even, but the, even the males <laughs> are cut that way, which is just really, really sad. By the way, one of my favorite things is to watch the different lopes of dogs, like the bigger dog what breeds. Do the cantaloupes and the, uh, the cantaloupe. when, antelopes. When you, no, like if you look at a German Shepherd, the way they, it's that, that it's not a full out run. It's not it a walk. Slopes down. It's, it's a lope. No, okay. where it's, it's a lope. Um, it's not a run. It's not a walk. It's in between. Not Davy Lopes. Davey. And and you w- Davy Lopes. The German what? Shepherd has Nowhere. such a classic way of running. Oh man. I love it. He said not. They have it. This show went to the dogs it about did. an hour ago. It did. It's- Who let the dogs out, Luigi? I don't know. Do we have any more phone calls ever? Um, I'm checking constantly. It's ridiculous, man. Let's see what's going on here. No, we're clear right now. We're, well, we're, we're starting to wind down. That's actually, why. we're 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 at the end of our. Dos. So, recapping, in John Wick 1, how many people were killed, Robert? 84. 84. 84. In John Wick 2, 128, Correct. the body count, if yep. you're scoring at home. And if you go see John Wick 2, I, I recommend it. Yes. If you want to see a movie where the bad guys get killed, that's a good movie. And you, you want to see a movie, a show where the good guys get killed, 24 Legacy. Started off with, uh, what's his face? Uh, remember when it was 24? Who was the dude that was in it? Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. He killed all the bad guys, the terrorists. Now, apparently, I was reading the other day that this new 24 legacy, the bad guy always turns out to be the uh, white dude. So when you think it's a terrorist, turns out that the bad guy is not the terrorist. (laughs) It's the white dude. Got (laughs) he! Exactly right. Got (laughs) he! Plot twist, yep. It's ridiculous, man. So Remember when the bad guys were bad guys and the good guys were the good guys? Exactly, man. And the homeboys were the homeboys and the away boys were the away boys? <laughs> yes. What the hell's happening out there, man? No Jeff I- Hickman says, nobody breaks down dog shows like Tony Bruno. You're damn right. We used to have David, no matter what, whether I was Fox, ESPN, Sporting News, I would always have David Fry the Tuesday, the Wednesday morning after the dog show. He was coming on. Breaking it down. 
You would have, I mean, you he would broke- go on the Today Show, Good Morning America, and then my radio. I was the only radio show that ever had the Westminster Kennel Club recap You broke segment. down dog shows. It's not the meat and you also No, it's not the- it was a breakdown. We you- didn't even have to show film. You also broke down MMA before anybody Absolutely. else did. Before anybody even knew what MMA yep. stood for. That's why Before Dana... Luigi even knew what the MMA that's was. That's why no, Dana I was White fighting in back you. alleys back then, brother. In two thousand, you, yes. you were you were an MMA yes. fan. I, had, I told you, I had four amateur fights, man. Did you did you hear the interview with with Dana, with Dana White? I've heard. I listened to. I listened to the interview. So yeah, Dana White. I mean, he says he's like you. You had me on before anybody else, Tony. Damn right, man. I'm I'm a front runner. I'm not. I'm a I, I'm, not a, I'm a four. I'm a four runner, not a Toyota. Not a Toyota. <laughs> Jesus. I'm I'm at the trends before they become. Over, over. I'm not. I'm there first. I want to be first. If you ain't first, you're last. You're damn right. As Ricky I don't Bobby mean, once I don't said, mean we're like going with bad information first, like a lot of people do. Right. So I like, want to get it right. So like those. So those, I was with UFC before anybody knew what UFC so was. So you're kind of like in the Howard Stern. If if there's one of those chicks that's gonna do like uh, try to break the record of how many people she's gonna screw. Exactly. You're gonna be the first one. You don't want to be the last. MMA. <laughs> I was on it before 90 percent of the people who now claim to be MMA experts. The Bella Twins. I knew them before anybody knew who they were. And they became big-time WWE divas. I knew them baby, when they were just baby, twins. Baby, 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 Exactly. <laughs> so you can say I'm an old guy, and you'd be right. But I considered it learned. <laughs> not, Michael, learned. not Michael learned. You're going to learn today. We're here for one reason and one reason alone. To learn. Remember who said that, Robin? What line's that from? Uh, I don't remember. I obviously did not learn it that. You remember? <laughs> obviously did not learn it. You remember the that. great movie with Morgan Freeman? Which one? The one He's been in a gazillion of them. The principal of the North Jersey High School. That's Joe Clark, man. Joe Sheriff, not your teacher. Well, he was counting. principal Joe Clark. Principal Joe. You Clark. call me Batman. That's right. Remember he says to these kids? Yeah. When, he, when he's in the raucous uh, gym, we're here for one reason. Right. To learn. Right. That's what this show is all about. I learn something every week, and hopefully you learn something and had fun doing it. It's not boring stuff, you know what I'm saying? Well, we hope not. In the meantime, don't drink and drive out there. Don't text and drive. And follow us on Twitter, at Tony Bruno Show, at Miss Robin Austin, at Luigi, L-U-I-G-I, Curto, C-U-R-T-O, 22, on Twitter. Don't at forget four- to share, share, share. Share all the video streams. Don't forget, you can listen to this podcast forever, ever, 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 ever. Ever, 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 ever. You can hear it on on uh, Audible. Well, just look. any. Just go fa- to the website. Just go to your favorite podcast app and put in Tony Bruno's show, and there we are. I guarantee it. It's going to be there. Guarantee. Whenever you want it. Occasion. On demand. So you never have to be lonely. Even on Valentine's night or the day after. That's right. What, what, what is your line? You got the flavor that you crave. The flavor that you crave. Actually, that was my boy, uh, Vic the Brick Jacobs out there in L.A. Feeling you, Vic the Brick. <laughs> Feeling you, Vic the Brick. The great Vic the Brick Jacobs. I know a guy named Vic the Brick, but he's a bookie. <laughs> Sorry. Robin knows Vic the Brick Jacobs. I do. Half a day, dude. What? He spent a lot of time in Guam, and, and so we have that in common. Uh, okay. And and one of the, the way you say good day, half a day. You don't it's, say good day? Uh, no, okay. half a day. Okay. Half a day. Luigi's going to be working a half a day in a couple of hours. No, I'm working a full day, bro. 12-hour overnight. Damn right, man. 
follow Luigi. And don't forget Joe, Joe Corrado, who's uh, up in North Jersey tonight. Hopefully he's made it home by now. At Forza Corrado, F-O-R-Z-A. And these boys here might have some more Corrado. chili. Yeah, I think I'm having a little, a little more. Uh, I've had three bowls of the fabulous oh white gosh. chili that Robin made. i got to have an, just a little, little more taste before I go to Pana Italiano. Of course, man. Come on. Great, man. Don't drink and drive. Be careful out there. We'll see you next week right here on the Tony Bruno Show podcast. Don't forget, share, 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 and share alike. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody, and thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Come back soon. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates. At the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid October 5th while supplies last.